Welcome, everyone, to episode 241 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. So today's the day where we where we first test the all-Skype episode. Uh, I think it's going okay so far. I mean, we've been able to conversate regularly, right? Yeah, I think so. Are you guys there? <laughs> Shut up, Eric. <laughs> Hello? It, as long as Skype uh, holds up on us, yeah, we should we should be all right. Uh, but it, as I said, we talked about it. Was it last week or the week before? It'll probably take us a few few episodes to get the hang of the the flow and everything because it is a little bit different. But uh, today's main topic, uh, Eric's back too, which is awesome. Um, glad to have you, Eric. You'll Thank notice. You. You'll good, notice. Good to be back. Yeah, you'll notice the uh, this clean uh, Virginia studio. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is our second bedroom. We're actually we have a bedroom set that's supposed to be delivered in a few weeks. So nice. Until you, then, it's just nude. You should cover that whole wall with gaming posters. Just <laughs> you sh- just until your I wife moves in. Surprise the old lady when she gets here yeah. with some nice decor. Well, I'll take them down before she gets here. No, yeah. go on down to the Home Depot. Get yourself some paints. Have a few beers. Paint a mural. Paint, paint a mural on the wall. Do some uh, genius interpretive art. Yeah, throw a cheeseburger on it. <laughs> Work off of that. Yeah, yeah we'll, see. we'll see what I can come up with for next week. Nice. So yeah, today's topic is going to be Far Cry Primal. Um, I put up a, a primer for it earlier in the day today, so uh, Corey's got to call that up in just a minute. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? I know me and Will will be talking more Fire Emblem. Um, Corey, do you have anything you want to tease? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. That's about it. I know Will's been playing a little bit of that too, right, Will? Uh, currently. Currently. Playing right now. <laughs> yep. As we speak. Uh, anything else, Corey? No. Eric, do you have anything you want to tease? Uh, I don't believe I played anything new, Dan. Okay. Other than other than Far Cry, of course. Uh, other than Far Cry. Okay. Yeah, well, me and Will will be talking to, um, yeah, more uh, Fire Emblem Fates when, when the time oh, comes. Oh, yeah. So. I think I said that right. But yeah, let's get into Far Cry Primal. So I guess I could call it my notes. Uh, So Far Cry Primal is a departure from the previous games in the series. It takes place uh, 10,000 BCE in Central Europe, apparently. Um, Yeah, it takes place uh, during some tribal territorial wars between a few different uh, tribal peoples in in Central Europe in 10,000 BCE. Yeah. so Eric, let's let's uh let's you probably played the most, right? How long did you play? Uh geez, I don't know. Probably around five hours. Oh, okay. So maybe I played the most then. I've I've got about you eight. Probably did. I got about eight, eight and a half hours. Will said he had about an hour, right, Will? Two hours? Yeah, give or take. Okay. Um I, I thought about playing it, but yeah. uh was sort of advised against it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rightfully so. Um so yeah, for I mean for me, like one of the coolest things about the game but also kind of the worst things about the game is the actual setting for me um i actually really like the setting but it takes away from the far cry fun i guess because a lot of the fun in far cry is vehicles and rocket launchers and grenades and blowing stuff up and shooting people uh the wingsuit in far cry 4 was amazing Uh, none of that stuff is obviously in 10,000 bce um, it's all spears and clubs and bow and arrow. There, there is a few explosive things that I haven't been able to craft yet. But um, so yeah, I mean, I think the the setting is good and bad. The worst thing and the best thing about the game. How do you feel about that, Eric? Uh, 
I don't know if I agree with that. I guess I would argue that you knew that going in. Yeah. There was no guns or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, as far as far as the setting goes, I actually really like the setting. It's mm-hmm. one of the. I don't know if I'd say the only things that I think is appealing about the game. Yeah, I will say that it's one of the only appealing things there is about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the setting's really cool. Like all the animals everywhere. Actually, sometimes having all the animals around kind of bothers me because yeah. they're just everywhere. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're being attacked by a bear when you're just maybe trying to get to a mission, mm-hmm. and that can piss you off a little bit. Yep. Um, but yeah, set, the setting is uh, really cool in my opinion, and I don't I don't mind not having all the guns. Yeah. Or anything like that because I don't think I, I needed another game like that right now. Right. Um, I've enjoyed using a bow and arrow because it's not something that I've done in previous Far Far Cry games, and I, I kind of like that it's forced me to use that. Yeah. And use some different stuff. So it's it's kind I've of the, enjoyed that. It's kind of the most versatile weapon. Uh, you know, because you have your spears, but the distance isn't that far from them. That, that the spear is actually my favorite weapon, but. Uh, the bow and arrow is more versatile. It's got more more distance, and you can fire quicker. And also, you have more. You know, right now I can only carry four spears. So uh, once I throw all those, you know, I gotta switch to the bow anyway. So yeah, yeah. I haven't used much of the spear other than the uh, like tutorial area. Mm-hmm. I've pretty almost uh, only used the bow and arrow. Okay. And some of the uh, what are the the beehive bombs called? Uh, I think it's just a, is it, is it sting, sting bomb. Sting bomb, I think is that sounds right. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, using those with my owl. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, so, so that's one of the other things about the game is you can you can kind of tame some of the wild animals in the game. Uh, but at the beginning, you get like an owl that you can do like aerial scouting with, uh, and eventually you can train up your skills so that you know you can teach them to attack and and stuff. How, how do you like using that, Eric? Uh, I really like that part. Actually, the uh, it adds a new layer to like your the stealth and the the way that you approach each camp that you come across. Yeah, uh, I like being able to use the owl uh, as you kind of would like in Metal Gear. You would use Quiet to go out and scout for you. Mm-hmm. Tag um, all the enemies. That's how I use the owl. Yeah, uh, it's it's really helpful because they can go around and scout the different enemies, and uh, based on the icon that's over the enemy's head, it'll tell you what kind of enemy they are. Whether they're just like a regular piece of shit. A uh, dopey warrior guy, or like a sniper, or uh, one of the guys that has poison. Um, but my favorite thing is that the owl can attack mm-hmm. from midair, and I like being able, like I said, I drop the uh, stinger bombs down on the enemies, and it can kill multiple enemies at once. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can target one specific enemy, and the owl will go down and just like scratch your face off, or whatever it does. Um, but I do like that uh, it's on a timer like a cooldown yeah. timer because if it wasn't on a cooldown timer the game would be so easy you just send them out repeatedly yeah you you'd have no you should not even bother playing the game yeah i i just recently started using him when i go to take an outpost because it's a far cry game there is outposts that you have to take over uh no towers though what? which is different no towers <laughs> it wouldn't make sense unless so they there's use piles of rocks instead right no there's just no towers that One you have to think. climb well, how do you scouting. how do you find out find all the icons on the map? I think it's just visual, like if as you come across them when you're when you're putzing around. No. Yeah. Fast, the fast travel place is. I think like... it's uh, by opening the the uh, fireplace, like Will said, the bonfires. Yeah, it's, it's kind of similar. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just started using it to like you said, scout out all the enemies. I for the first like six hours of the game, I never used the owl at all. 
And, but, oh, wow. but, but you're really missing out on one of the tools that helps you with the game by not using that. I haven't started using it recently. Like I, I needed uh badger skins to upgrade one of my, one of my uh, huts in my, in my village. Uh, so I took that out to scout out where the badger was. And, and once I found the badger, I could use the owl to attack the badger cause they're kind of hard to kill cause they're small and fast. So um, I used them to, to wipe out the badger, which was nice. Uh, good idea. Yeah. I didn't that's, know you could I, do that. I thought you could only attack people, but it attacks critters too. That's the uh, most interesting part of the game to me is the whole beast master aspect. Mm-hmm. How deep does that go in this game? I, I mean, I know you guys are talking about having an owl, but do you yeah. get like ferrets <laughs> that can go and steal stuff for you, like in Beastmaster? It's not. Su- it's not super deep. Um, you have. There's probably I don't know, maybe twelve different animals you can tame. Uh, and become the master of some of them are repeats like like a white wolf and then the regular gray wolf um different different uh different colored like jaguars and stuff um but really like at, the, at least for now the only thing i can do is send them to attack something i don't know if you could you might be able to unlock more abilities to have them do different things like later on but pretty hmm. much they mostly just help you fight at this point and i know hmm. you can ride a mammoth eventually i haven't done that yet oh, that's cool yeah yeah, like... the, the only other um, beast that I've tamed is a wolf. That's oh. the only other one I have. Yeah, what, what's the fir- the the owl, the, and then you get a wolf. That's kind of the first one that you have like with you uh, yes. to help you fight stuff and, and and kill stuff. And then I got um, a mountain lion. That's the next one. Oh, I got. okay. Uh, mostly because whenever I come across something, I forget that I need to tame it. You know, like the yep. the doles, the little little dog fox guys. Um. And you you know you unlock the ability to up you can uh, tame bears eventually and the saber tooth tigers which I had quite a bit of trouble with uh, in my video you'll see I got mauled by a saber tooth tiger probably four <laughs> times and got killed um, they're really hard by the way um, so yeah um, what do I have oh I have another question yeah go ahead. The setting, not to step backwards, I know we already talked about it. Yeah. I saw the news of it being the same map as Far Cry 4. Yeah. Kind of went a little viral. Yeah. Is does that it's is a, that just lazy game design or no. does it kind of play into it's, it, it, I've heard people say that it, it plays into the the greater storyline of Far Cry. Honestly, okay. like I would I I just got done playing Far Cry 4 not that long ago. You, there's no way you would know. I don't think. Uh, the map doesn't seem remotely similar. It doesn't look similar at all. Um, I just think they use the same maybe like topographical and then all the stuff that they put on it. It does. It just doesn't look the same at all. So, I guess my question is, is, is it supposed to take place in that same plot of land? No. And are there like to that? You're breaking up really bad, Corey. I don't know. I'm clear in mind. I heard him. Uh, what he asked was, he's wondering if this is supposed to take place on that same plot of land that Far oh. Cry 4 did. So no. he's wondering if there are Easter eggs around. Oh, I, apparently there's Easter eggs, but um, Far Cry 4 takes place in like uh, the Himalayas, the mountains. So uh, it is where, just lazy game design. I mean, I guess. Like, okay. there's really, I, as I said, I think that that whole thing is overblown. There's really no yeah. way, no way you can tell it's the same map. No, I honestly had no idea, and yeah. this was the first I heard of it. Yeah. The other reason why people know that is because they did enough digging, like comparing the map sizes to get that. You can't tell that it's the same map. No. No, I think that's no. a pretty ridiculous. Uh... And I 
I think that's the reason they were able to put the, the game out so quick now that you mention it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. Um, hey, I'm I think one of my computers is downloading patches. I think that's why we're getting uh getting the the breaking up here. Uh oh. Come on, Dan. I, I was gonna say it's not me. I haven't dropped a single frame. Yeah, I think it's me. Um, but anyway, Eric, uh, go ahead and, uh, let's, let's hear your thoughts on, on Far Cry. Yeah. So other than like the setting and the, the animal taming, everything else is kind of shitty. It's just like such a generic game. It's, I, I told Corey that he really shouldn't bother playing this game. That's, that's the person that told him that it was mm-hmm. me. Um, because I told him it's the most just average, like meh game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Like, Somebody asked me what I thought of. I'd be like, "Eh, it's okay." okay. Yeah. You yeah. should just go play Far Cry Four and Far Cry Three and yeah. Blood Dragon. Like I, I don't know. Far Cry Primal is like, it's okay unless you're like dying for the setting of a caveman that can't shoot guns. Like, there's no reason to play this game. The story is, uh, non-existent in my opinion. Like, I, I could care less about going and finding these. There's a story. These, uh, no. There's really not. I could really care less about having to go find all these uh, special uh, cave people. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, Wenja. The, the Wenja. I supposedly there's ones around the map that have different abilities. Like one's like a blacksmith, mm-hmm. and you know one is the uh, what's the first one? You, oh, the shaman, mm-hmm. shaman, whatever. They all have different abilities. It just doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. So. I, in all honesty, I probably would have traded this game in already if I had purchased a physical copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an, and it's not even that I think it's a bad game because it's not a bad game. Yeah. It's just an average game that has nothing new to offer me. Yeah. And I just there's there's so many other games that you could be playing, and you could just go back and play Far Cry Three and Far Cry Four if you want like a full Far Cry experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with you. And even though I do like the game, like like you said, there's really not there's not a lot of reason to play it. Like Mm-mm. like I said, it's it's fun. Uh, I I would not have been happy if I had spent sixty dollars on it. I'm glad I only I bought it for thirty six, uh, which is about half you know the the price of it new. Um, that made it a it's little like, little easier of a pill to swallow. You know, it's like. If uh, when you're a teenager, if your mom offers to make you a grilled cheese mm-hmm. and she brings it out to you and there's no cheese in it and you just have like these two pieces of shitty bread, uh-huh. you're like, wow, where the fuck is the, the middle of my sandwich? Yeah. There's nothing here. Where are the goods? Yeah, where are the goods? That's yeah. that's Far Cry Primal. There's yeah. no cheese. That is the exact opposite of what I want in a game. Right. Y'all, Corey, you, want you, all you, cheese. You, you would stop playing this game within two hours. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, like, I really didn't like it at first when I started playing it. I, I thought it was way too slow, uh, especially to start with, because your guy's, like, pathetic when you first start. Once you start, <laughs> on, like, once you start unlocking more abilities and stuff, it gets, it gets a little easier. It's a little faster to do things. Uh, and I've, I've, I've liked it more the more I've played it. Um, but, yeah, at first I was like, I don't even know if I want to keep playing this. But, one, like I said, once I started unlocking abilities and uh, making things a little easier on myself, I did, I did start to enjoy it a little bit more. Uh, but I feel Dan, like that's, I that's say, uh, kind of the ahead. Far Cry thing, too. Um, I, I felt Far Cry 4 started a little bit slow, but not nearly as slow as Primal. Go ahead, Eric. One of the other things I did like about it, I should say, is um, I like the uh, kind of the base upgrading aspect of it. Yep. 
Totally. So the different parts of your uh, kind of cave headquarters, like the, the shaman has an upgradable hut, mm-hmm. and I don't remember her name, but the main uh, female character that you interact with, yeah, um, her little hut can be upgraded also. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find like random Winja out in the wild that are being held captive by uh, other natives. Uh, and if you rescue them, they'll go back to your base. And once you get up to, I think... The next population for me is 40, mm. uh, 40 Winja back at my base. Then I can start upgrading again, and you have to use, like, different animal skins and resources that you find around. So I do like that. It kind of gives you a reason to go around looking for different animals and, yep. and rescuing the Winja around the map. Yeah. No, I also enjoy that part. Also, if you don't like resource collecting, do not play Far Cry Primal because that's exactly. a lot of what it is. Uh, it's I never lot of what it is. Yeah, I never minded any of that. Some of the animals are a little bit annoying to to hunt, but uh yeah, if you don't like like gathering crafting supplies and if you don't like crafting, just stay away from Far Cry Primal because that's mostly what it is. The uh, badger is a son of a bitch. Oh my god, I've had such a hard time with badgers until like I said I figured out you could kill them with your owl. That made it so much easier. And my mountain lion was was pretty good, but it would have to attack me first before my mountain lion would protect me. So that they are, and they're hard to find because they're small. It's not like a bear that you can see way off in the distance, you know. So yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't want to comment on, uh, I, I wanted to give Ubisoft credit. Uh, the game runs amazingly well on my computer, amazingly well. Um, I have the frame rate counter on my thing. And I know for for whatever reason Ubisoft uh, has it all always at fifty nine. I'm assuming it's 60 and not 59, locked at 59 frames. But, like, there was very few times where I even dropped one or two frames. It ran smooth as silk um, from the very instant I booted it up and, you know, through my eight eight or nine hours that I've played. So I do have it, to compliment them on that. It does look very good in the uh, primer video that yeah. you put up on YouTube. Is 59, though, is that your monitor refresh rate? Maybe? No, it's 60. Uh, it, oh, okay. When I use Fraps or when I use the Steam frame rate counter, it says 60. Mm. I don't know why. Ubisoft, all Ubisoft games just say 59 in the corner. I don't know why that is. I think maybe once or twice it drops down to 58 or 57, but it runs pretty smoothly throughout. So, yeah, I do have to compliment on especially after how badly XCOM 2 ran. Yeah. You know? And, you know, it matters more for a first-person shooter type of game. Sure. Yeah, um, it looks really good in, in your primer video. Yeah. Uh, I really like the rugged and unforgiving wilderness, too. Uh, you really do feel, especially when you're wandering into new new areas, you really do feel uh, kind of threatened as a player because uh, you never know, like I said, when a saber-toothed tiger is going to come out and trounce you, uh, even if you have a animal protection with you. And you can also stumble into, like, you know, five or six uh, tribesmen from another tribe who beat your face in. So that that's kind of cool. It makes you makes you take things a little more slowly than you than you would. And I I never had any cares in the world in the other Far Cry games cuz you know you could just shoot everybody in the face with your machine gun or shotgun or whatever. That was actually another question of mine sort of. Are there survival aspects to Far Cry Primal? Like survival game aspects? Uh not really. Uh, there is the, you know, obviously all the all the looting of resources, um, but, like, you don't have to eat to stay alive or anything like that. You eat to recover your health. Mm. Um, there is, uh, like, medicines, I guess, that you can craft uh, or 
yeah, craft from your resources that uh, make it so you can run faster or make it so you're less easy to detect from different animals and different different tribesmen. Um, but no, not 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 staying warm. I guess you do have to have like winter clothes before you go into the winter parts of the map. Will you might be interested to know there's winter parts apparently. I haven't been there yet, but up yeah, in the north. Uh, I saw a little gameplay in them and they looked amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to get, you have to upgrade one of your forts. (laughs) (laughs) You have to upgrade one of your forts enough to get winter gear, I guess. Cool, Corey. But but that's (laughs) about it. Amazing. Uh, that threw me off a little bit too, Corey. I'm glad you made a comment. Um, I did want to say too, Jake pointed this out in the chat that he likes how there's like the day night cycle. So when you're out at night, there's different animals. So you can kind of only get their skins at night and there's like, Packs of wild wolves are more. There's uh, wolves everywhere at night. Yeah, which is cool. And uh, the game looks great. It really looks looks gorgeous. Um, so that's that's helpful. You know, if it looked like crap, you know, there's less less uh, eye candy, I guess, and that would make sure. it make it a less pleasing game to play. You mean I like don't Fallout like playing 4. at night? Oh, you don't <laughs> yeah, like Fallout Four? Fallout Four. You're you're kind of right, Corey. You yeah. know. It's not def- a place you want to be. Ow. It's definitely a nicer looking game than Fallout 4. Sorry, so. I had to get my dig in. No, that's fine. <laughs> my not weekly Fallout, Fallout dig. <laughs> <laughs> my, my last question, and it sounds like that's a missed opportunity on the survival aspect of the game, considering that genre is so huge right now. And yeah. Like, what a great opportunity to do that in, like, a primal setting. Yeah, because it is very, like, arc survival evolved kind of yeah. seeming uh but yeah it doesn't have any of the survival stuff and maybe maybe that'll be part I, I don't know they didn't do a season pass so i don't even know if they're not not going to do any dlc for it or not but that would be a great mod that someone could do i don't know how easy ubisoft games are to mod but um, yeah that would be a great idea it's for just, mod. It's, it's ripe that like lifestyle the caveman lifestyle is ripe for that yeah i think permadeath day-to-day struggle you know permadeath would be awesome in that game that'd um, be all right don't don't starve in the caveman setting. Yeah, exactly. That would be permadeath, cool. but you can go to your corpse and pick up some stuff. Yeah, if you haven't been eaten, that'd be all right. I didn't. Tinker, no, I didn't tinker with the options. Maybe that something like that is in there. I just that's kind cool. of fired it up and played. I don't think there is, but I can't say for for sure. Go ahead, Corey. My last question: Is there any like historical intrigue, like aliens, or you know? Like Easter Island, kind of like mythical his- historical stuff. That yeah, they yeah, to a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Because um, that would be interesting to see. There seems seems to be some sort of interference from like the gods uh, in in the world. I haven't gotten super far into the story. I've done mostly like side stuff, like I always do uh, in a game like this. So I haven't gotten super far into the story. But do- there does seem to be some sort of interference from a higher power. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, apparently they did you know, bring in like paleontologists, not paleontologists. Uh, what's the one for for people that study ancient people societies? Paleontology. Uh, I have no. I'm idea. not gonna be able to come up with it off the top of my head. But the, he, they brought in some of those people to make sure it was uh, kind of like historically accurate for like dress and and behavior and stuff. I guess. So. Anthropology. Uh, Anthropology, I think uh, that's what it is. Yeah, oh, that's right. One other thing that I hate about Far Cry games, and I've mentioned this with the other two, uh, is that 
the like mind trippy yes. parts of the game yes. where like I fucking hate that so much. Yep. It pisses me off. And the one where you had to fight all the rhinos as the mammoth. Yeah. I could have thrown my fucking controller through the screen. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I'm with you. I hate I, those parts too. I haven't gotten to that one, but I've done a few ugh. of the other ones and I just don't like it. I I know that's part of the Far Cry thing, but I just I don't like those either. The fewer of those the better. It. Yep. Takes you out of it. Yeah, and plus just, I, regardless of that, I just hate it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't do enough drugs. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately my thoughts are, like, if, you, if you're really interested in playing Far Cry Primal, wait for a sale. I wouldn't pay full price for it. Uh, it feels like it should have been, like, a Blood Dragon type of thing where it was, like, maybe 20 or 30 bucks. Uh, standalone game after Far Cry 4. You know? Yeah, Dan, I'm with you on that. I don't know. I could see him charging 60 bucks for it. It's just so average. Like, I think there's enough content in there for them to charge $60. It's yeah. just that the content that's in there is not at all exciting. Yeah. Who was it, Eric? You, I think you were the one that mentioned the quote last week that it feels like one long, unnecessary side quest. I don't know if that was me. Hmm. I don't I think, think that was I me. I think you're quoting somebody who, who said that. But Maybe. that sounds apt. Probably Gersman. Yeah. I actually think it was Gersman. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it, Dan. Yeah. I I'd give it like a five or a six probably. Mm-hmm. If I had to score it. Yeah. On my five hours. Yeah, I would give it a seven. As I said, the more I played, the more I'm liking it. So mm-hmm. uh I'll Do you be- think you're gonna stick with it? Oh yeah, I'll beat it. That's just I'm I don't like to leave stuff unfinished. I don't I don't I don't God bless you. <laughs> I don't not like it enough to not not beat it. Um a game has to be like, like you know, as XCOM 2 so far. Great game, but I couldn't finish it cuz of technical issues. Hmm. But I will definitely beat Far Cry Primal. No question. So, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um like I said, it's an average game. Eric call, called it right. The most average average game you can you can imagine. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, should we get right into Nibble Bits? May sure. as well. All right. Corey, why don't you go ahead with Nibble Bits? Get her started. Who'd you say? Yeah, Corey. Who'd you say? Dan, Cor- you're breaking up really bad. Yeah, Corey. Corey, you can start with Nibble Bits. Uh, I don't think I had a single one. Like I said, I think Dan was beating me to all of them because every time I went to tweet something, I saw it was already tweeted. Oh, no, I do have one. Nintendo announced its newest select titles, which are the games they discount. They're popular games that they discount. Uh, Namely, Pikmin 3, Super Mario 3D World, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, NES Remix Pack. Those are all Wii U titles. Uh, For the Wii, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Super Mario All-Stars, Animal Crossing, and Donkey Kong Returns. And for 3DS, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, eight, or 3D, uh, Donkey Kong Returns, Yoshi's New Island, and Mario Party Island Tour. All for the 3DS. So nice. they're down to, I think, twenty nine ninety nine. Is that is that really? I thought they'd be 20 bucks. No, I think it's twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, no, you're, you're right, 20 for okay. the for those interested too, and I told Will about this. Uh, Persona Q is currently on sale on the 3DS. 
down from 50 to 20. So if you have any interest in the Persona series, I, I bought it earlier today, actually, because it's one I've been wanting to play. But 50 bucks was too much, even for a very lengthy 3DS game. Uh, 20 was definitely a, the price was right on that. So, OK, uh, Eric, why don't you go ahead? I got two, Dan. All right. Uh, let's start. Uh, let's start with Uncharted Four getting delayed again. Uh, so Uncharted Four got pushed back only two weeks, so that's not bad. Now coming out on May 10th, and apparently the reason was because they wanted to make sure they had enough manufacturing time to put out enough discs to mm-hmm. meet demand, mm-hmm. which I found interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, how much could you really polish in a game in two weeks? So I don't think they're lying about it, Corey. Eh. They're definitely lying. What are you gonna do in two weeks? The game's gonna suck. I don't know if I don't. It might not be adding polish, but I don't buy that they need more time to print more discs to meet demand. So, so what do you think it was? You could turn you can turn discs around in like two days. Manufacturing. I don't know. I will not hear any ill talk about Naughty Dog in this podcast. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. It might not be negative. It's just something they might not want to admit. Was it? Was there something else coming around, coming out around there that they didn't want to launch launch up against? Maybe I don't think Uncharted Four needs to worry about that. Well, I know, but but that's true. Dark. I mean, what isn't Dark Souls Two coming out at the end of uh, end of April? That's beginning or of th- April. three rather. I thought it was like the twenty fifth or uh, is it twelfth? Let me look. I actually I have it right here. It could have been something as simple well, as that. Maybe they just you know wanted more clearance time after the game comes out too to to get it. You know, people talking about it with without any interference from something else. Um, the the only thing coming out that day is Mafia Three that mm-hmm. I'm aware of. That's a bigger game. When does Dark Souls come out? Is that is that like the twelfth? Twelfth. Okay. 12. I gotcha. But even so, I don't I don't feel like that would have any bearing on that. Well, I'm not. I don't think I'm. I don't think anyone's saying like it's gonna make it so Uncharted Four doesn't sell well. I it think just, it could make it so Dark Souls not. Dark but, Souls would get a lot of the the press attention, and the like the internet forum kind of yeah. You know, the they wanted to separate that, it from everything else. Right. Yeah. That's just a theory. I mean, I don't know, but I don't. I don't buy the. We need more time to print discs. We need two weeks to print more discs. I'm gonna buy. I'm buying. But do you think Uncharted needs to worry about press and forum time? No, it's it's Dark Souls. No, 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 not at all. It's it's just one of those things that's. It's somebody looking at numbers and saying, well, you know, if we do it, then we'll get even more money and more attention. I don't know. Yeah. I don't buy that. I guess Anywho, I see both. rich yeah. people sitting in a boardroom trying to figure out how to be even if more that's rich. What they, if that's what they think, they're stupid because Uncharted 4 has really nothing to worry about. The only game that I would have said this year if they needed to worry about was Mass Effect. And saw how that went. Hey, um, wait. No Man's Sky finally got a release date. Yeah. June 21st. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Uh, and it is $60, so it's a full-price game. Uh, we had Jake... Uh, I, Idaho Jake asked us today on Twitter what we thought about the price point, and I told him um, that I was fine with it because, you know, really it's been the game, maybe not so much recently, but for a while there, the, the game I was most excited about. So I'm willing to pay $60 for the game that I'm most excited about, you know, and it's something a lot different than anything else I'm playing. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's still a buy for me. I mean, it's oh, yeah. more than I expected. I, I expected it to be about 40 but whatever. 
It's fine. Yeah. And for those wondering, it is getting a retail release, so you can buy a physical copy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it looks like there's some pretty sweet uh, collector's editions out there. I think the PlayStation 4 one is 80 bucks, and it comes with, like, some art books and whatnot. And then uh, there's a PC one, actually, that comes with um, a little model Model rocket. Yeah. Model ship. Yeah. It's pretty neat. So that's exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. Eh. That's it for what do you mean, Ann, Corey? <laughs> Eric, are we going PS4? Oh god, yeah. Sweet. Alright. Yeah, there's no really Dan, you're ele- going Steam. Yeah. There's no element <laughs> what unless it's coming to the Wii U, yeah. Uh no, there's no element of co op really, so I the chances of us meeting up in it are infinitesimal, you know. For now. So, but for Dan, now. if we do That'd be fucking tits. Huh? That would be cool. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the chances of you coming across another person in the game are very, very small. Yeah, like like course at first. Anyway, so all right, I will go next. So I've got a buttload of Nintendo news and rumors. Uh, the first, the leak that gave us the names and logos of the new Pokemon games, also said that the Nintendo NX was slated for a 2016 release. So that's cool. We still haven't had any info on that. Me and Will actually watched the Nintendo Direct. Uh, they did say that there was not going to be Nintendo NX news uh, during this Direct, but uh, we still watched it anyway, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, the next one is that the new Zelda game would be coming to both the Wii U and the new system. That's probably not a surprise to any of us. I'm fine uh, with that. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't do that, you know? No, why not? Uh, and then these are some other rumors from less solid sources, apparently, but uh, they've still been been floating around for a little while. Uh, the first being that the NX has a wireless HDMI dongle that attaches flush to the back of the device. Uh, you can pull it out and insert it into any display with a normal size HDMI output. The NX uses an evolved version of the Wii U's streaming tech to display in HD on the TV screen. So it would be your little handheld system, but you pull out a little dongle, that, like a like a Chromecast that you would plug into the TV, and that's how you game on the TV, mm-hmm. which is cool. Uh, analog controls for movement have small motors in them for full haptic feedback. If you control a character and hit a wall, the sticks move away from the wall to simulate hitting it. Uh, Bluetooth sync with tons of devices, including smartphones and tablets. Uh, you can answer phone calls and display text messages from your phone onto NX screens. Uh, it's closest in terms of hardware spec to the Xbox One. Uh, Alltech uses the exact same hardware layout as the PS4 and Xbox One. This one I found interesting, and if they find a way to pull this off, that's amazing. Uh, any game that can run on PS4 or Xbox One can easily run on the NX with near zero modifications. Yes, yeah, that's huge. Isn't that how I don't even I don't know how you do that, but it's just making the crazy. development platform super easy. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, this is even more true if the game runs on Android OS or Unreal Engine 4. One third-party third party developer says it's the easiest device we've ever developed for. You just take your code, compile it, and it works. Uh, it says, look to Pokemon Go to get an idea of the type of social features that will be in NX. Strengths of the device are, are its usability and ease of, ease of use, which I same thing, right? Sounds it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Operating system named Nintendo S. Uh, is very powerful and has so many modern features. Has so many modern features of mobile operating systems. 
Uh, Nintendo's trying to be very careful in showing it off for fear that it would be mistaken as running Android. Uh, very strong networking functions as it ties to multiple devices and services. Uh, this allows for very competent and pervasive uh, ecosystem design to constantly involve the consumer's life. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to buy one regardless. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting one so. regardless too. Sounds like uh, interesting uh, stuff, though. Gaming device for the 21st century. Yeah. Next gen. Yeah. Next next. Last, it last would be gen. no. It would be what? This is generation eight. Gen. No, this is generation eight, right? It would be generation eight point five, like the Wii U was seven point five. They so kind of that they, sounds like a full on nine to me, Dan. They, they well, they, they kind of slot themselves in the middle of a generation, you know. Or the second generation, go right to ten. Skip it and Gen go right 10. to 10. Like Windows 8 to 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that. <laughs> uh, there's also rumors floating around that, like Bayonetta 2, Nintendo is funding a Beyond Good and Evil sequel. That's a game that's been rumored to be being worked on for years now. Um, it has a very loyal fan base, so that would be a, a nice win for Nintendo. Uh, and then finally, a bit of... Non-Nintendo news. Gears of War Ultimate Edition was a surprise launch on PC on March 1st, coming in at 30 bucks. Uh, I will get this at some point. Right now it's a very bad timing, as I've been balls deep in Far Cry Primal, Fire Emblem, and soon to be The Division. So I'm going to wait on this this one, but I will we'll get it at some point. And that's all for my nibble bits. What will, about the new Pokemons, Dan? What about them? I didn't, have that. I didn't have that in my nibble bits. But you can talk about it. Wait, did I do that? I did it, but we I thought we talked about it last week. Nothing else was said, right? No, just that they were announced. They were officially announced. It was rumored last week. Well, that Nintendo Direct was really weird. It's yeah. like four minutes long. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah, I'm excited. So. Pokemon Moon and Sun confirmed for this year. Yep. There. Done. I'm sorry, I'm excited for it, Corey. Capture more little animals and throw them back at other animals. Yeah. You guys same, are so pessimistic. Same game they've been making for 25 Well, here's the thing, Will. I would have been on your side until I listened to uh, you guys on the podcast. I don't know if it was last week or the week before uh, when I was on it. And Corey made the obvious point that it's just the same game they've been making over and over. And I was like, you know what? He's right. Pokemon's stupid. <laughs> I won't go that far. I'm excited for Pokemon Go, though. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon I'm not going to have the Pokemon argument because it's 3v1. Uh, what? No, I don't want I don't want to have an argument. It's 2v1v1, at least. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I, I'm, I'm in between. The most stubborn and hard to argue people are on the two, so it's not worth the time. I would argue that that might be on one of the ones. Who's that? You? You're saying I'm harder. Certainly not you, Dan. I'm harder to argue with than Corey or yourself. Stubborn. I don't think I'm very stubborn. Am I stubborn? It's either well, it's you between you and me. I wouldn't count Corey in this. Thank you. It's definitely either you or I, but it doesn't matter. I'm glad you're excited. I'm just saying I'm not. I'll, I'll be getting the other one, Will. So, yeah. I wouldn't I'll just, say I'll, I'm. I'll just buy Pokemon Red again. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm psyched <laughs> for it, but. You know, we can uh, have the same conversation. I'm interested. Corey, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll get blue. <laughs> if you, those right. do not hold anyway. up very well. 
No, it's not even close to like those ones to the new ones. Right, roller skates. I keep forgetting the roller skates. <laughs> not just that, but pacing. The pacing, uh, yeah, very different. I hear you. It, it is. I mean, it's obviously. Trolling. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of trolling going on. It is obviously a, a a more modern, you know, an updated version of what we've been playing for 20 years. Yeah, cool, Corey. Oh, you're but that, cool. that's that's Nintendo to a T, though. That's what they. That, yeah, fair enough. I, I guess I've just always been more of a fan of the spin-off Pokemon games. Yeah. They have some good yeah. ones. They should they do, do more of them. Uh, although they're Absolutely. they're doing the Pokken tournament, which is a spin-off, yep. uh which looks interesting. That I'm was one of the, That was one of the things they showed at, on today's Nintendo Direct. Looks pretty nice. cool. Um and then Pokemon Go is obviously a spin-off. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for both of those games. Yeah, I want more information on Pokemon Go, but I Whatever. know. When is that going to come out? I don't know. They're supposed to have a big, a big um, show for it at the Game Developers Conference, but they canceled it today. I think because so. I am going to trade you guys so many Virginian Pokemon, <laughs> you won't even be able to handle it. Sounds good. Uh, well, nibble bits. So Mass Effect Andromeda will not come out this year. That sucks. So. The EA games we have to look forward to are Battlefield and Titanfall. Woo. Oh, that's right. Hey, did Titan- anybody did anybody tweet the Battlefield rumors? Speaking of, don't no, think so. I don't think anybody uh, did. Apparently, it's rumored to be set in World War One. Oh, really? Oh, that would. Are, you more, are you more excited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of you as soon as I saw that. Will I'm tired? Uh, of I, the, I forgot to message you. I'm tired of the modern shooters, so that would have me very excited. I, I think you're not alone in that sentiment. It's just too much at this point. Agreed. Well, that's why that new uh, new Kickstarter one, the 1944, I can't remember what it's called. but uh, Battalion. Battalion, 1944. Yeah, that one had a ton of interest on Kickstarter because I think most people are, I shouldn't say most people, a lot of people are sick of the, the modern day or near future shooters. Although, Dan, I was reading one of the stretch goals is a campaign, a single player campaign. Yeah. So if it doesn't hit that stretch goal, it'll just be an online shooter. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long I as they pr- I... as long as they price it accordingly, you know. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. It so won't. If it's no, you're right. If it's only thirty bucks and it's an online shooter, that's great. You know. So. Okay. Oh yeah, here's here is all the rumors of it being a World War One. That's awesome. Yeah, that that is awesome. I agree. Okay, Will. That's all I had. Okay. Uh, how was your week, Will? Uh, it was good. Um, I got sick again, so mm. it's been a downer for me. I've had a real hard time staying healthy the past, like, six months probably. I was going to say, it seems like you're always sick. Yeah, like, I don't get – here's – I'm a big Nancy when I get sick. Same. When I get – like, I want attention and be taken care of, <laughs> even when I have, like, the lightest cold. So, I don't handle being sick well, but the last... That's why, like, you guys always say I, I'm always sick. It's because if I have a light cold or whatever, that most normal human being will just, like, not complain about, but I complain about it. So, and I've just been getting really, really sick recently, and it's been a bummer. Um, can't eat anything. Don't want to do anything. I don't want to work. I don't want to go to school. That just sounds like normal life. Yeah. Yeah. That's just waking up every morning. (laughs) That's 
that part was, of being an adult. <laughs> that was my conversation last week. Yeah. Getting up early. <laughs> You're getting to be an adult, Will. You don't want to wake just, up and face the day. Yeah, maybe adulthood depression starting to set in. There you go. Quarter life crisis. Oh, God. Get in there. Get in on it. It's fun. That you guys changed my tune. Um, I watched Fuller House. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I see this show online getting, like, lambasted by critics and whatnot. Uh, and it's not a very good show. But what were people expecting with Full House? Yeah. yeah I, since when has that ever been, like, the pinnacle of television? Yeah. yeah Back like, when we were younger, it was. Was it, though? Yeah. I know but, it was popular, but was it was it was it because it was good? Well, there wasn't Dan brought a good point. There wasn't a lot of choices back then. There was, you know, thirty channels, fifty channels, maybe. Yeah, and um, a lot of them showed sitcoms like that. Yeah, and a lot of it was just the whole TGIF thing. It was just like yeah. the next show in the lineup that everybody watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, it was never good. Like, I didn't think. So, go ahead, Dan. No, I, I just didn't I've never I never thought the original was very good. It's one yeah. of those shows that I don't think they should have remade. Really? Well, of course not. Yeah. Like like Boy, the Boy Meets World one. What's uh, what Girl Meets World? Well, yeah. Boy Meets World was great. Yeah. Eh, I don't think well, any of that stuff was very good. I was actually talk- you. <laughs> I was talking about this at the table with uh my parents and I said like I don't know what people were expecting with Fuller House like you're getting like a bad comedy essentially and like life lessons actually yeah i actually think most people really like it uh it's just critically you know from a critic's perspective it's very poor yeah because i've read a lot of articles that uh headline is fuller house is terrible but i'm still watching it yeah you know and that's that's what it is like that my expectations for the show when i watched it were exactly what i got yeah and i loved it yeah, yeah. because I'll... going going into it like i saw that there were going to be like the new kids in it and i was like kind of like uh great uh but i actually felt that the new kids uh which were max jackson ramona and tommy they were all they were the best part of the show i legitimately thought they were funny all of them yeah there's some there's some good good jokes from them for sure they're definitely did you watch your i watched three episodes i think yeah okay that's about what Um, i saw too my wife wanted to watch it so i was you know i was in the living room playing fire emblem and and watching it too yeah it's good late night comedy like if yeah you've had a few drinks um come home at the end of the night turn on some fuller house while you eat a bowl of leftovers dan's against it (laughs) (laughs) but i thought max was the funniest of the kids probably the, the littlest kid. It made me think of uh, Dan's son whenever they brought him up. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I was disappointed with was uh, I didn't follow the development of the show, but I was under the impression that, like, Danny, Jesse, and Joey, and Becky, and all of them were going to be on every episode. Uh, and they weren't. They were on the very first episode and then sparingly throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. So uh. I was a little disappointed with that. So, like, on the third or fourth episode, I was like, this is stupid. But once I started to really like the new kids, I started to like everything else about the show. Bob Saget is terrible. <laughs> he was. Well, he looks terrible. Yeah. Like, like he, he looks like the drunk that he is. Yeah. Yeah. 
But John Stamos looks the same. He's timeless. Of yeah. Course. Same with uh, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier looks pretty much the same. And I don't know if you guys saw, was it Fallon they were on? He had a uh, Detroit Red Wings jersey on. I was like, yep, that's the he, Dave Coulier I know and love. The nice. last episode, uh, he was wearing a Stevie Y jersey. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Captain. It was awesome. <laughs> but, like, I was having the conversation with my parents at the dinner table, and I was like, I mean, when I was younger, I watched all these shows, like Boy Meets World and Full House. Like, I don't remember if they were any good. So I'm curious if I went back to watch Boy Meets World, if I think it would hold up. You say yes, Corey? Oh, definitely. Yeah? No. Yeah. No, there's no comparison from, like, Boy Meets World to something like The Office. Different show. I I understand that, but The the Office... Apples to Oranges. Not really. It's a modern-day sitcom. Whereas the old... old... it's not a sitcom. The Office is not a sitcom. What is it? Modern Family is a sitcom. Okay, Modern Family is 100 times better than... I totally disagree. No, there's no comparison. I think Modern Family is the best sitcom we have today, but I would take Boy Meets World over over it in a second. No. Yeah. Would you consider Friends a sitcom? Yeah, Friends is a yeah. sitcom. I never liked Friends either. Maybe I just it's because I'd never liked any of these shows that I really hate seeing them come back. I mean, like there is a formula to to what's a sitcom and what isn't. A laugh track is a big part of it. The multi camera versus single camera yeah. is a big part of it. What what um, what's the sh- what what type of show is The Office? It's a mockumentary, Men- right? Yeah. Mockumentary. Okay. Okay. I kind of want to go back and watch Boy Meets World now. Well, there's no laugh track in Modern Family. There isn't? No. No. But it is a sitcom, though, right? Mm. Because it doesn't need yeah, a it's laugh still track. Like, it no, it's not a requirement, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, a, not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. yeah, basically, if you were a fan of the original Full House, you're going to like... Fuller House, I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't know. The girls that. have too much makeup. I mean, yeah, it's very modernized, and some of the I don't know. Was there like inappropriate jokes in Full House that I was too young to understand? Probably a little no. bit, but not as bad. Not as bad. Because there were some of them. I was just like, I think it was Stephanie who, when they were acting really weird, she said, "Did you guys have my brownies?" And I was like, "That's a little, <laughs> yeah, it's a little edgy <laughs> for Fuller House." And then Stephanie puts that scantily clad top on in like the first episode. You would have never seen that in the, the no. older version. No. Well, I'm. To be honest, she was also a teenager. Yeah, but I don't think they ever had Becky. No. Because you know, Becky no. was the the hot one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. Stephanie's it's, whole life path was weird. I mean, culture, anyway. culturally, we're a lot different than we were in the early to mid '90s. You know. Yeah. That's for sure. It's a it's a different world. So yeah, yeah. And the last thing I wanted to bring up, uh, I don't know if, how much you guys want to talk about it. The NHL trade deadline happened. Rangers got Eric Stahl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like that, Corey? Because I kind of don't. I like Eric Stahl, but I don't like the Rangers never having draft picks. I think this was the last year to do something like that i don't yeah. if they do that something like this again next year i'll have a problem with it yeah because they're running out of time with that that team lundquist isn't getting any younger and he's the only reason they have a chance they're good young players are probably going to price themselves out of all being on the rangers too right well i mean that's already happened to some extent yeah yeah 
It's uh, it's unfortunate. I, I I like Eric Stahl. He's got a cup. Granted, that year was crazy coming out of the lockout. The, the Hurricanes happened to have the the right team at the right time. Yeah. Um. So at least he has a, a little bit of veteran experience. It's it's kind of cliche at this point, you know. Rangers sign an aging veteran and trade away picks, yeah. but at least they're only paying half his salary, which I guess doesn't really matter because it's just till it's just a rental for this yeah. rest of the season. I mean, he's going back to Carolina anyway. Probably, yeah. Why wouldn't he? They're on the rise. Yeah, or they win a cup. Rangers <laughs> win a cup. That's true. I mean, if he stays with the Rangers, he'll be playing with his other brother. So. The Rangers needed something though, and uh, I'm not sure he was the answer. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's a wait and see for me. Yeah, I mean, I was more fascinated with other teams' moves than the Rangers because, like I said, the Rangers always just kind of get whoever's old and available. Yeah, but you look at uh, when they signed what's his name, Marty Marty St. Louis St. Louis. That paid off. You know, yeah, they made was, it to the Cup final. He was the best player in the playoffs that year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll never forget the goal he scored against. Um, uh, Tokarski in overtime. Yeah. Short side. They had a real shot that year, and uh, unfortunately, couldn't. that was against LA, right, in the final? I still yeah. get into arguments, yeah, I, with people over that series because everybody says LA trumps the Rangers, no. but they very clearly didn't. <laughs> all, Not the even. Ga- all the games but one were like one goal games, weren't they? Yeah. The Rangers overtime. had two, o- yeah. two or three overtimes? There was two are... double overtimes and one single overtime. Overtime's a crapshoot in the NHL. Yep. That, that was that was the series the Rangers had at least a one to two goal lead in the third period for three of the games. Mm-hmm. The only game that they won, they got outplayed in, yeah, by handily. I don't know. Yeah, this I don't want to see this anymore. This kind of thing, but I guess this is this last year. It's okay in my mm-hmm. opinion, yeah. but yeah, whatever. I read a stat that the Rangers average. Their first pick in the draft has averaged the 46th overall pick, yeah. which is in the second round. Wow. And after this year, it's going to be the 55th overall pick. Ugh. But um, they, they, they're they good at making deals. I mean, they've always been able to make deals. Yeah, that's they've, very true. They've gotten rid of some awful contracts. Scott Gomez. <laughs> um, he got signed by the uh, Senators. Michael Roosevelt is another one they were able to get out of. Chris, the Chris Drury thing, I mean, that wasn't Drury's fault. He just got old a little too quick. Yeah. And they were able to get him Good to man. retire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not all draft picks. You no, got to suck for a while to, you know, to make the most of your draft picks. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, if I were you, I'd be excited because I don't think the Sabres are – three years off like the Maple Leafs are. No. Are the I'm ma- still a little butthurt about the McDavid business. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, so I didn't say anything to you that night because I figured you didn't want to hear anything. Are... Uh, you know what? The most unexpected person did say something to me about it. Yeah, I, I heard. <laughs> Neil Petruick, former <laughs> Binghamton senator, messaged me on, tw- on Twitter nonetheless. <laughs> and said... McDavid won Eichel zero. <laughs> God. And then didn't McDavid get the OT winner too? Oh boy, did he? Yeah, of course he did. He's a real piece of shit, that McDavid. His real goal so shit. his goal celebration was priceless. He just stared into the crowd of the team that wanted him so badly. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> I hope he gets in a car accident. Fuck him. 
He was also hitting on a blonde after he go, scored. Yeah, go this. back to Edmonton and fuck off. <laughs> As I said, Eric, the Eichel is way closer to winning something than McDavid. And, you, and oh. you know what? Eichel's far more of a man too. He'd beat the living shit out of McDavid if he got the chance. Were the did they uh, did they meet up on the ice at all? Like, did Eichel throw some elbows or anything? No. I didn't watch the whole game. So. Actually, Eichel almost scored a really nice goal. Uh, the And then, like, Edmonton got the puck and had a fast break, and McDavid scored, like, five seconds later. Yeah, that was the OT goal. Yeah. Eichel had made a great play and uh, almost the, scored, yeah. The, the rebound went all the way to McDavid on the wing, and he <laughs> took it home. Which Story was... story of Buffalo sports, if yeah. I've ever heard it. There you go. Meta, Which... Big metaphor there. To be fair, it was terrible defense by Ristolainen and terrible goaltending by Laner. Yeah. Tell that McDavid just well, blow by him. Laner sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad save attempt. Ristolainen's good. He's just he's young. Yeah, I'm of the mindset that Toronto's going to be perpetually bad. Toronto, there's one of those teams that's never going to get it together, I like Edmonton has will... been. I watched their game when they called up Willie Nylander. Um and their other like rookies i don't know they've got they've got some talent there it's just like if they can put it together they're gonna squander it yeah they're gonna squander it i'm hoping that edmonton does that still i they still are oh yeah yeah Uh, unless you have good defense and good goaltending you can have all the best offensive players in the world and you're still not gonna you're not gonna win in the playoffs at the very least here is the point i'll make about edmonton being bad the toronto maple leafs are purposely trying to tank so bad to the point where they traded away everybody that edmonton is still worse than them <laughs> yeah although, bad at everything although i think if mcdavid played the full year edmonton would be in a better position oh, but sure. but edmonton's just terrible right edmonton's now. not in the running for matthews are they oh yeah they're the worst team in the league fuck off are you serious yeah by like they played like sixty some. They played like three or four more games than Toronto last I knew, and were still worse by like there, three points. There should be some sort of rule like how presidents can only get two terms. The shitty teams should only be able to get the first pick every like two years running. Yeah, because that's bullshit. Two years yeah, I agree. Yeah, let me look. Well, aren't they changing the drafting again? Like, yeah, they're making the odds even worse. So Buffalo yeah. would get fucked even harder. Okay, the worst teams are uh, Edmonton has played 65 games. They have 55 points. Winnipeg played 62 at 56. Columbus is at 64 games with 60 points. And the Maple Leafs are at 62 with 52 points. So that makes wow. the Leafs the worst, right? No, because they have three less games played than Edmonton. Oh. Where's Buffalo? Buffalo's played 64 games, and they have 58 points. Good year for the boys out there. Yeah. Making strides. <laughs> Honestly, they are because they had 50 points last year. Challenging well, for that ninth place spot. <laughs> you know, they they started the season out all right, and then uh, the middle of the year, they just were bad. They really were. At a, well, that's because Eichel kind of hit because he, he used to play in college, and that's yeah. like not as many games. So, like, he kind of hit the wall. Yeah. Kate kept on partying at the NBA All-Star game, <laughs> getting suspended. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Kaner. And uh, <laughs> now they're playing well, though. Now they're yeah. not doing as bad. So we'll see. I mean, they have Ristolainen playing 28 minutes a night. Yeah, he's, he's really good, he's though. Put, he's putting in the effort, isn't he? Oh, yeah, definitely. They said he's uh, averages top 10 uh, total minutes for every like NHL defenseman. 
That's how much they play him. Last year when we went to Nashville and Buffalo, he was the Buffalo Sabre I was most impressed with was Ristolainen. Yeah. Same here when, good, we, good player. Yeah. when we saw him. Other All than right. that, I got nothing else, Dan. Okay. What about you, Corey? What do you got? Um, I've had a kind of not good week. Uh-oh. I have been without a cell phone since Tuesday, which is a very long time in 2016. That's, yes, that's true. To not have a cell phone at all mm-hmm. in your pocket. And it's just little things like if I'm going somewhere, thinking to myself, well, what if I need to reach out to X person to ask Y question, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, how am I going to do that? You have to, like, use a payphone? You know? Sophie's it's, phone. Isn't it weird to think about, like, before cell phones were a prominent thing? Like, what did people... What did people do? Yeah. How did they? How did you make contact with someone else? They, I guess, they just didn't, and they probably didn't care. But now, now that I can, I can't imagine not being able to do it, or at least having the option. Yeah. yeah. What they, what they did is they kept a little note in their wallet with everybody's phone number <laughs> written down. Yeah, and you'd use well, a payphone to call people yep. if you had change on you. I don't even want to go get another phone because what if when I go get it, I have to look something up. Yeah. What am I going to do? You're, you're fucked. You're going to have to stop a stranger on the street and ask them to use theirs. Find an internet cafe? Yeah. <laughs> Cyber cafe. Yeah. So that's that's been a little bit of stress on me. Although, as of today, I'm I'm kind of starting to like it a little bit. It keeps things simple throughout the day. Yeah. It's like you go to work, you do your job, because you don't have a phone to waste time with. But, Corey... What about fuck it Friday? Yeah. Well, that's tomorrow. <laughs> I know. It's going to be stressful without uh, something. What, what, I said, do you have an old iPod you could use or something? I don't think so. Not, not on me. Right. But, like, even just sitting on the toilet, like, just frantically looking around for something to read. I read the, the toilet paper roll. Nice. The uh, case for the toilet paper today. Uh, but so there was that. And then on what's day was it Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday, yesterday I was riding, I ride my bike into work, uh, and it was real cold that morning and I took a sharp turn around the dollar store. This is about six forty-five AM. Took a sharp turn around the dollar store, wiped out, uh. hit a patch of ice that black ice couldn't see, uh, took that turn and wiped out. First time I've wiped out riding to or from work. That was the law of averages. Did about you, a year. Did you look around and make sure no one saw you? Yeah. Yep. There was no one around. Nice. Not at that That's what hour. you think. Yes, I'm sure someone did. Someone got it on a cell phone, and it's on YouTube about right it now. with all their friends. Look at this. It's going to be on um, Ridiculousness on MTV. Yeah, well, I have one of those face masks that, like, covers my face, and I have I wear two jackets, and one's, uh, like, a shell that I turn inside out because it's orange. So I look pathetic to begin with. I was going to say, they probably thought you were like a drunk guy going to rob a bank. Yeah, exactly. Or homeless or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then I wiped out and I'm like, I don't even have a cell phone. <laughs> and I was sore all day yesterday walking around Gosh. at work and it was really busy. And I was just like Miserable. limping everywhere. And then by the time I got home, I just collapsed on the couch. Normally, if I have time to myself, I sit at my computer and play games or you know do something a little bit productive, but uh, it's the first time in a long time I just sat on the couch and didn't get up, Veg other out. than to, 
other than to take the dog out and uh, didn't have a cell phone to distract me from my laziness. Sometimes either, you so. just need to crash and just lay. And I did. I crashed hard. I watched old movies. I watched An Affair to Remember with Cary Grant and hmm. what's her name? I don't know, but it was perfect. Nice. So, uh, no distractions, no stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, start feeling a little bit better today, but Eric and I were talking a little bit before we started recording. I've just been eating so much junk food because yeah. I like to eat my feelings. Yep. Well, it's a reward. Yes. <laughs> it's this is what it is. And I'll, I'll talk about mine today, too, when I'm you're a, done, but go ahead. I'm a stress we, eater also. Wednesday was the bake sale day at the home, and we Ooh. get all the day-old donuts from Holland Farms Bakery. Uh and they're like 50 cents a piece or something like that. Nice. And they bought way too many, so they gave all the departments a ton of donuts. And I was just like looking at the donuts, and I'm like, this this is going to make me happy right, <laughs> right now. Sure. And it does. So I'd eat one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes me happy. What kind of donut? Uh, I had – what are the uh, – I had two jelly donuts, one yesterday, one today because there were still leftovers. I had a cinnamon twist yesterday. Ooh. Nice. And then I also had a uh, vanilla white frosting with sprinkles yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a uh, co-worker brought in Riggies yesterday for us to eat. Chicken Riggies. It's a, a Utica staple up here. What is it? So I picked out on that. And then another co-worker, apparently he does this every year. Got his Every time he gets his tax return, he buys lunch for the guys. So we had pizza oh. and wings today. Nice. And uh, I ate five pieces of pizza, which is a lot for me, Dan, and uh, about six to eight wings. But then I had more donuts after that and was drinking Mountain Dew. And... Uh, You're trying to kill yourself, Corey. Yeah. Mountain yeah, Dew and, and then, donuts. Uh, <laughs> the last two hours of work went real slow. Uh, as did your pulse, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, everything slowed down. But, you know. I'm coming around, looking forward to seeing uh, my sister, who is in town. Oh, you know what? I didn't even bring that up. In the next I feel couple bear. weeks. I feel bad. Yeah. And see the new the newborn baby. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Something to look forward to, anyway. He's fun. I still don't know what I'm going to do for a cell phone. You're still deciding on which one to get, or if you're going to get one? Well, I ordered an iPhone case already. Because I had myself convinced on yesterday that I was going to get an i or Tuesday night I was going to get an iPhone, but now I'm not so sure because I'm able to wait. Just Maybe I'll get the S7. Cord. I'll probably just get an iPhone. No, get the Samsung. Well, I'm afraid I'll get the Samsung and be like, "Why did I get the Samsung?" That's that's what happened with me when I got the HTC One. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, you know, you can customize things, and I got it, and I go, I don't want to customize it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably just get an iPhone, but that's it for me. Okay. How about you, Eric? What do you got? I know you got oh, a lot. Oh, man. How long has it been since I've been on? Corey and I couldn't remember. Uh, since the week after your wedding. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, yep, I officially opened the Charlottesville, Virginia studio. Um, yep. New studio. Well done. Thank you. We're really enjoying the well. I'm really enjoying the Charlottesville studio so far. I love this. Uh, the area is really great. Uh, my apartment's really nice. Um, I have come into a run of bad luck since I got down here. 
that I'd like to talk about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two mornings ago, I got up to get in the shower and turned it on, and I had no hot water. Mm. So I That's... said, ah, fuck it, I'll just comb my hair or whatever. Um, I said to myself, I should probably let the uh, the landlord know or the property manager know. So I'm making myself breakfast, and we got a new knife set for our wedding. So a new knife set is obviously very sharp. Well, I took a nice gash into my thumb Ooh. that morning, and I could not get it to stop bleeding for a good half hour. Um, so I forgot to tell them about the hot water, which meant that I had to go another day without any hot water. So, like, you know, I, I'm a big guy. I can't be going two days without a shower. I'd be stinking up the whole office. So what I did was instead of getting into the cold shower... I stood outside of the cold shower, bare-ass naked, and I took a, a washcloth with some, some soap on it, and I would just, like, put it under the water and wring it out and just, like, you know, wash the areas that needed to be washed. Sponge bath. And then I dunked my head under the cold water to get my hair wet so I could wash it. I didn't really have a choice in that matter, and that sucked. That was awful. Ugh. I tried to, like, psych myself up, like, you know... I thought to myself, you know, at least you have a shower, you asshole. Some people don't have a shower. And I suck my head into the water, and I go, I don't care. This yep. is the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah. That never works when you do that to yourself. No. no, it doesn't. So then, this is a minor one, but it pissed me off nonetheless. Uh, I went to go to bed last night, and I turned the bedroom light on, and it went out. And that doesn't sound like a big deal, but my ceilings are pretty high, so it's actually kind of a pain in the dick for me to get up there and change it. And then to top it off today, work has been going great. I'm actually really enjoying my coworkers and everything. But I get out of work today, I go out to my car, and I see a note on my windshield, and I think to myself, oh, fuck, I must have parked somewhere I wasn't supposed to. No, somebody backed into my parked car. <laughs> and, yep, parked, parked car, sat there all day. Wow. Somebody backed into it and put a nice fucking dent in my bumper on the passenger side, front bumper. Really? Oh yeah. At least she was nice enough to like leave her name and phone number. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you can imagine. Like, I just moved down here. Yeah. I'm having. I wouldn't say I'm having a shitty week, but like, I've just had a string of small things happen to me where I'm like, fuck, you know? They add up. <laughs> yeah, they do. And then that was the topper. Like, I was pissed. So, of course, I called my wife, and I'm telling her about it, and I am pro- I was being an asshole, and it wasn't her fault. But, you know, you know me, I'm, like, swearing up a storm. And I, and then her dad said I should go back to the scene where it happened. So I, I turned down the street so I can turn back around. Well, of course, there's traffic up the ass because everybody's getting out of work, so it took me forever to get back there. So I call the cops, and they're like, yeah, we don't come down for, like, parking parking lot accidents. Uh, since she left her information, you should call her first and, you know, see if she'll give you her insurance. And if she doesn't, then we can get involved. So she did, she gave me her insurance and everything like that. Or no, she didn't give me her insurance. What she did was she, she said she'd call me back in a half hour because she didn't have the information. So an hour later, I hadn't heard from her, of course. So I called her back and she said, uh, she called her insurance company, gave me the phone number and the extension of the guy that's handling it. And said that um, he would call me within a week. And I was like, well, fuck that. So I called him. 
and uh, got the voicemail, obviously, because it was after business hours. So I told him I need him to call me so that I know for sure that this girl who I do not know called him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm waiting yeah. here on that now. Yeah. Uh, I've been here a week and a half. I don't know where the fuck to take my car to get it fixed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where to get a haircut. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's when you're in a new environment like that and you have those problems pop up, it's really stressful. Just like Yeah. Norm, after, like, yeah. You wouldn't even think about it. It's like, oh, you know, it's a little fender. Well, it, actually, it is a pretty big dent. But, like, back home, I'd just be like, oh, I'll just, you know, take it down to the Toyota where I got the car. They'll fix it, and yeah. that'll be it. But now I'm like, well, I didn't know, you know, if I should call the county police. I didn't know if I should look up just, like, Charlottesville police. And, like, oh, what a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. But, Eric, aside he- from those things, I really like it here. Here's a question. Yeah. How close is the nearest Dunkin' Donuts? You know, Dan, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, do you have? But I can tell you. Do you have them in ahead. your area? Yeah, I think okay. there are Dunkin' Donuts, but there's not one on my way to work. Okay. But I do pass a Taco Bell, a Burger King, and a Waffle House on my way to work, and a Subway. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh man. On my way to and from work, um, and actually. Where I work now is the hiring office where we're doing all the hiring. So I've just literally been doing hour-long phone screenings every day, six of them, and it's mind-numbing. Uh-huh. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, my apartment is actually closer to where my store is going to be than where the hiring office is. Oh. And my store is like a hop, skip, and jump from Taco Bell, which is bad news. Oh boy! But anyway, back to what Corey was saying. I rewarded myself with Taco Bell tonight after my car got hit. I said, I, I just have to. Nice. For putting up with life. Quesalupa? <laughs> I got a quesalupa. <laughs> I got a quesalupa. I got a, a grilled stuffed burrito and oh. a uh, quesarito. Nice. Good for you. Yeah, you know. Uh, but, yeah, Charlottesville is awesome. I think, honestly, Corey would love it here mm-hmm. because it's kind of a mix of um, – everything that he likes like it's it's got that kind of city feel but at the same time it's kind of a mix of country city feel Mm. it's got a lot of cool little restaurants um you know it's kind of kind of got a little bit of everything it's it's a really cool place so i don't know i'm looking forward to uh somebody coming down and visiting me yeah will's just got to pick a day to when he's gonna pick me up and drive (laughs) me down uh i'll be flying down at some point (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird, like, being here by myself. Like, not necessarily not having friends here because I didn't leave the house anyway. I just talked to you guys pretty much. Uh-huh. I still do that over via text or podcast. So that hasn't really changed. But, like, not having my wife here really sucks. Yeah. Like, more than I thought it was going to. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's good in the long run. It's for a, you know, good reason. So, yeah. but it's weird living here by myself. Does it kind of feel like you're still on vacation, like you're on vacation? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the environment at work is very laid back. Like, my my managers are super cool. And, like, you know, one of the HR girls today brought in, like, free breakfast sandwiches for everybody that she stopped and got this morning at this place that were super good. And, like, it's just a super laid back environment. So I, I don't really feel like I'm at work, I guess. Mm. That's southern you know, hospitality. I was gonna say that's part of being in the south. That everyone's everyone up here is so uptight all the yeah. time. No, so. <laughs> but you know we've talked about this for, before. Tito in the chat says I should fill my time with gaming. 
The thing is, when I have free time, I don't play video games. I don't know why. It's more when I know that I'm in a time crunch that I'm like, all right, I have to sit down and play video games. Yeah. I hear you. But, I'm yeah, so I, I have been playing. Like I said, I played some Far Cry. I've actually been playing a lot of uh, FIFA with Jeff, who lives uh, in Washington, D.C. Um, but the other thing is uh, cable is now included in my rent, so I have access to cable. So I've been watching a lot of Impractical Jokers. Has anybody ever watched that? No. It's on True TV. Uh, now, it may be one of those guilty pleasure things. I don't know what the, the general consensus is of that show, but I think it's hilarious. It's just these four dudes who are friends, and they've been friends forever, and they pretty much like dare each other to do stupid shit. And it's all on like a hidden camera show. But they'll have a microphone in one ear, so they'll tell them like what they have to say to people and stuff, and it's who has the balls to do it. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of that. Been watching a lot of soccer, which is unfortunate because Arsenal is in the midst of just a an epic tank. Uh, they really should have won the the league this year, but they suck. Um, but I actually have enjoyed having cable, and I, to tie it into video games, to tie it all back around, I have been using my Xbox One to run my cable box. Um, which is nice for me, but I can't see my fiance allowing that to continue when she gets here. Mm-hmm. Cause I know she's not going to want to have to boot up the Xbox every time she wants to watch cable. Uh-huh. Um, and one little annoyance I have with it is that every time I turn it on and go to the one guide for live TV, TV, um, it tells me that my cable box isn't connected or that lost the signal. It kicks back in after a few seconds, but I just don't understand why it does it. So it bothers me. Yeah. But it's nice. I've been uh, I've been using the snap function quite a bit, which is cool. So I'll be playing like FIFA and watching soccer. If if it's not Arsenal, I'll just kind of have it on the background. So I'll play FIFA at the same time. Um, so that's been kind of nice. But uh, let me see if there's anything else that I wanted to touch. Oh, I want to talk about my internet. Uh, it's been better than I expected. Um, I did have some issues at first with getting my cable and internet set up, but. Uh, with Comcast, I should say. But after everything's been set up, it's actually been pretty nice. Uh, my upload speed is like 20 megs for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, my download speed isn't great, but it's good enough. Yeah. Um, but the great news is Ting, the phone company, um, has started fiber internet. And it's only in three cities, and Charlottesville is one of those cities. And um, I found out that my, my uh, apartment complex is trying to get that fiber internet here so i'm hoping that uh before too long i will have fiber that's fiber internet that's amazing. uh you know one gig speeds so that's amazing yeah that is yeah but i think uh as far as my move and everything oh well tito wanted to hear you talk about helping me move <laughs> oh yeah that was um, that was, it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, Me, it was all right. Yeah, it went smoothly too, which most moves never go smoothly. Yeah, it went smoothly like when we got up here too. Everything was good. Yeah, because like when you go to like move, just like everything that can go wrong usually does. Yeah. Uh, but this was it was fun. Like me and you pretty much did a lot of it before our intern Tyler got well, of there. Course. Former former intern. Former intern Tyler. Uh, yeah, honestly, it was, Eric bought us pizza, too, which was awesome. Consoles. Uh, consoles pizza, and it was delicious. Not just pizza, but great pizza. 
Yeah, two of them were like the grilled ones, which were just amazing. Yeah. Oh, so good. I miss consoles already. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think if there was anything. I it was two weeks ago, so it's hard for me to remember. Yeah. Mike in the chat says, uh, "Mike in Minnesota says moving is such a pain in the ass," and uh, he couldn't be more right. It's the worst. Yeah. And it was funny because me and Eric had our way of doing things. And then, like, Christy would go, oh, why don't you do it this way? It's way easier. And it, of every time it was way easier. Yeah. You guys were trying jokes. to brute force it? Well, yeah. We, like, <laughs> yeah. Will actually said, he goes, well, I was just going to keep trying to push it till it went through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, if you tilt it a little bit this way, it'll just go through easier. Oh, yeah. Sure as shit. It did. But, uh, nice. yeah, moving sucks, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm here now, and I really like it here, so that's cool. Uh, aside from the move, I did have uh, a new piece of equipment that I have now that you can see in the chat. I'll hold it up. Ooh. Yeah. Hyper Beat, Hyper Beats X by Dre. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, my other headset that uh, I had planned on using for doing the podcast, the left ear uh, speaker broke so i told dan i was looking for some new headphones so he sent me an email with a, a selection of different ones he suggested and the, the hyper x was on there mm-hmm. and it was on sale on amazon so i bought it well i'll be damned if i didn't go on ign like five minutes later and on their deals of the day was the hyper x2 with a copy of rainbow six siege for pc for ten dollars cheaper than what i paid for the uh, lower model so i canceled the first order and got the uh the next model up for like they were 70 bucks i think for the headphones yep. in the game great that's an absolute steal because like i said those yeah. are usually about 100 bucks yeah they, they, i think they retailed for 120 yeah. or 115 but they're like super nicely built and there's it's actually metal i didn't realize that they were that nice yeah um but yeah i'm really happy with them the sound quality is great and they feel really nice the noise canceling is kind of fucking me up a little bit, which is why I have one ear off. But <laughs> yeah, pretty sweet. Nice. Sound crystal clear. Good. All right. That's good. Corey, did you have questions for me? You said you did. I couldn't. I kind of asked them already. And Dan okay. asked about the. Uh, I was curious about your your food places and uh, those kind of options. Oh, there's plenty of that stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I'm actually supposed to go out tomorrow night with. Um, the people that used to live in this apartment that we know um, for pizza and beer. So I don't know. I, they, they took us out for pizza and beer one other time. I'm hoping we go someplace different just so I can try someplace different. But uh, there's actually a taco place in the little business park where my, my uh, employment office is right now that I need to try. And they give businesses that are in the same park. They do um, buy one, get one free before 10 o'clock on breakfast tacos. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, and they, apparently they're really good. So I got I got to try that out one of sounds, these mornings. Sounds delightful. What about a what about a dive bar? Just scope any of those? Oh out? no, I haven't had a chance. Like, I I can't go to a dive bar by myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm not at that point in my life yet. <laughs> yeah, it's hard going into one of those bars where everybody looks at you when you walk in by yourself. Because you know, a dive bar like it's all the same people. Yeah, and yeah. you're invading on their turf. Right. Exactly. So. I don't know. We'll see. You know, maybe I'll make some friends down here that that uh, go out, and I don't know. I don't really want to make any friends, <laughs> but sometimes you just do. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, uh, without your lady there, like you said, get lonely. 
I do get lonely, but at the same time, like, I don't, like, I'm supposed to go out with this couple tomorrow night, and it's me. <laughs> you know? Third wheel. Third wheel. Yeah. That'll be fun. And, like, the guy, the husband is a doctor. Cool. I manage a grocery store. Ask him a bunch of very <laughs> serious medical questions about yourself. <laughs> I probably could, actually. <laughs> Just, take like, drop my drawers and show him this thing on my leg. <laughs> What do you think of this here? What should I do about this? <laughs> they love that, I heard. They love that action at the bar. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on with me. Okay. Uh, as for me, the only the only thing I at least can think of at, at, at this moment is, uh, yeah, our sister is in from uh, Western Canada visiting for a couple weeks. So uh, I took the kids and the dog out to visit with her and her and uh, my nephew. Uh, so that's all I have going on. That'll probably be the only thing I'll be doing again through through next week. So, how long is she here for? Two weeks. Yeah, uh, I keep meaning to watch Mad Max, Corey. One of these nights, I'll watch it. Um, I don't think I've watched any more Harry Potters since last week's episode. Um. So yeah, shall we get into what we played? Do we want to take, we'll take a break? A break. I've, I've needed to take the dog out for the last hour. Okay, yeah, we'll take a quick break and be back with what we played in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 241 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Corey, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. Uh, let's hear a little bit about Stardew Valley. You too will, obviously. Yes. Stardew Valley. I actually knew very little about Stardew Valley going in. And I think we're going to do an episode on it next week. Yeah. Oh, are we? We can. Nice. Oh, if yeah. you want to do uh, early first impressions. What do you mean early first impressions? First impressions. If you want to do a whole episode oh, on it. Oh, right now. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant next week. Oh. I mean, uh, put in uh, 14 hours of it already. Have I? Something here. I can check. Yeah, How long of a game is it? Oh. As long as you want it to be, probably. It's one of those, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's a lot like Harvest Moon. It's, it's what Harvest Moon used to be. Right. And, uh, my my biggest uh, the intro is great. The intro is a awesome framing device for this game. It sets it's it up perfectly. It draws me right into it. Corey, when I played that intro, uh, with the grandpa talking, I thought of you immediately. Yeah. Because it's something that you've been saying, like wanting to return to like a simpler Yeah life. Yeah. And I thought of you when I was doing it because it was kind of sad too. It's, it, it is. It's it's very touching in the way you open up in the workspace, the office, and it's just going down the cubicles. I, I don't want to spoil at, it. I thought of you at Sony. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but please uh, play the game because if you like the old Harvest Moons, you'll love it, and it has that magical touch, that like mystery. And the first indication of that for me was looking at the mini-map and seeing that there was a wizard's tower in the corner of my property. Yep. Who knows what that's all about? I mean, I kind of know now, having played the game, but uh, it's really good. It's very simple. It runs on, I mean, it'll run on everything. It's just a few megabytes, but it's, you know, your your four seasons, your farming, your foraging, your raising animals... Um, having or, social uh, interaction. Yep, having social interaction with other characters that opens up new places and, and items and things like that. Uh, there's a whole mine that you go through, and it's like a dungeon crawler almost, where you fight stuff, you get loot, 
There's treasure chests. You mine while you're there. That's how you get your ores to craft. Uh, It's a really good game, and I'm a little... It's one of those instances where, like, you think you're the only person that knows about it, and then it just totally blows up, and now everybody's talking about it. Yep. You kind of feel like a hipster a little bit. You're like, well... I knew about this beforehand. I was following this before it was all over everywhere. I was raising cows and sheep well before you, bucko. Uh, Yeah. But no, I'm glad that uh, people are really latching onto it. It's one of the top sellers on Steam. I actually tuned in to somebody playing uh, on Twitch the other night. They had like 9,000 viewers, and it was just this boring guy. I don't want to name the channel. Uh, this me. boring was, guy playing me, Stardew it? Valley, like not really talking or anything, and he had 9,000 followers. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Uh, I mean, has was he previously like a popular streamer? or I don't know. I hadn't heard of him until I watched this Stardew Valley, but... Nine thousand viewers. That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't. I don't know. I get like the most I've ever had is ten. Did he? I wonder if because I've always said that you know you need to have a set schedule. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's part of the issue with us is we can't. Yeah. And we other, suck. Other than our episode, well, I mean, our our abysmal <laughs> offerings. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, um, this game, I don't know what, I love, like, the farming game so much, but this is, like, one of my favorite farming games ever. Nice. I think. There just seems to be, I'm only, I've only played two hours of it. There just seems to be so much there, like, I played Story of Seasons recently, and I thought that was, like, a really, really good farming game. But with this one, like, there just seems to be more to it. Like, there's more people in town, like... One of the first quests you get is to, like, introduction and, like, meet everybody in town. And there's, like, 30 people that you have to meet. Like, that's a lot of people. Yep. And they all have their own likes. They all have their own room that you can, once you become close enough with them, you can go into their room. Yep. And uh, what it is really is it's something that the newer Harvest Moon games got away from is is polish. It's the, the little touches of character that the game has that those newer Harvest Moon games just don't. Yeah, they might look nicer, but that really means nothing in a farming sim. Yeah, agreed. I don't know. It's it's really good. Nice. I'll, I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to playing it now for uh, next week. And addictive. And there's co-op coming. Ooh, co-op farms. Yeah. Yeah. Like all four of us could be. Yep. We can it. practice for when we start our farm. Then. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. There's a lot of good farmland down here in uh, Charlottesville, by the way. Perfect. Perfect spot for it. Yep. We can grow, uh, what do they grow down there? Ever, anything you want. Cotton. Wh- wheat. A lot, of, a lot of horse farms, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Live, but you level, livestock. oh, that's another thing. Um, you level up your guys' stuff. Like yeah, Your stats. foraging skill, your, oh, mi- nice. your mining, your uh, combat skills. I mean, it's it's great. But yeah. one of the other things that sucks about the popularity of it, though, is I'm seeing too many screenshots of, like, people that are way further in the game than I am. And I kind of, I don't know, it takes away from it a little bit, like, seeing everybody's coops and all the, like, stuff that they have set up. And I'm like, I didn't even know that existed in the game. And it's mm. a, it's a, it's a unfortunate way to see it for the first time, I guess. Yeah. But you make a character, you 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 pick what he wears. I named my guy Neil uh, for Neil Young for Harvest Moon. 
His favorite things are cigarettes and cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You uh, you uh, have equipment. You have a hat, boots, and rings that you can equip on your guy. It's great. It's cool. uh, this game is made by uh, one person as well. Yeah. Uh, and I was read an article on Kotaku. I think it was Kotaku. Uh, and they were saying, like, the people who pirated this game actually felt bad about it because they liked it so much. So, like, all of the comments on all the different torrents were, like, I pirated this game and played, like, two hours of it and decided to buy it. It's only $15, too. Oh, it, I was just about to ask you how much it you, was. And you get the co-op update when it uh, oh, for I'm free. Buy it then. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and this game is, like, it's like a Terraria-like game where you have... I mean, I put over 100 hours into Terraria, and, like, this is the same type of game. You can just do that. And for, like, the $15 price tag, like, buy it. It's definitely yeah, nice. worth it. It's in, it, 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 like, you bring up Terraria, and that's a, an apt comparison, even though the gameplay is quite different. It's just that mindless, like, zen gaming that you just lose yourself in, and time just flies by, and you're really engaged with what you're doing, and, like, the music is a big part of that. Yeah. Uh, it's the whole package. Awesome. I can't like, wait to play it this weekend. Like, we were recording the main segment, and I was playing it, and, like, all I did for a day was watered my crops, went to a girl, gave her uh, my best parsnips I grew. She told me, grow. She's a fucking world-class-ass parsnips, too, I'll <laughs> they, tell you that. They had a gold star. She told me they were gross, and I went, took a nap, woke up the next day, and then I gave her <laughs> a daffodil, and she loved it, and then I went back to sleep. That sounds like an amazing time. Yeah. I'll just uh, share one story briefly. Uh, the Summer Harvest Festival was coming oh. up in my game, and they told me the day before. I think I got a letter in the mail, and it said, uh, make sure you bring something to the potluck. And I was like, okay, I better have an item to bring to the potluck. And I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I don't have any recipes yet. I don't even have a kitchen, so I have to get something. And I had forgotten about it for most of the day, and it was, like, late. It was, like, 10 p.m. or something, and the general store was closed. So I'm like, oh, shit, I got to find somewhere to get something to bring to this potluck. This is such a real-world scenario, too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm actually going through this scenario at work now that you bring it up. We're having potluck on the 14th, and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to bring. <laughs> but go on. So uh, the only place that was open was the saloon. So I go into the saloon. I see what they have, and they have pizza. It's like, ah, pizza at a potluck. I don't think anybody would hate me. Uh, so I spend all my gold. It was like 600 gold on this pizza to bring to this potluck the next day. Uh, so I walk in. I get to the potluck. That's what they called it. Uh, and the mayor is like, okay, don't forget to bring what you, don't forget to put what you brought into the big pot of stew in the oh, middle no. of the festival. And I go to my, I go to the big pot of stew and try to put my pizza in it. <laughs> and it won't let me. Oh, you fucked up. Fortunately. Uh, well, you know, you say potluck. It's like you bring yeah. a dish to pass yeah. to share, you know? You were uh, going to put make pizza stew. Fortunately, I had left, by mistake, normally I didn't, don't do this, I had left uh, one radish in my inventory that I had harvested the day before. And it happened to be a quality radish. Yeah. You can, you can fertilize your soil. Uh, to increase the quality of, of your crops. You can do a bunch of different things to the soil to change the outcome of the crops. I don't think Harvest Moon did that. I think that's, I don't know. Uh, it's a relevant... Uh, Story of Seasons did. I don't oh, okay. know if uh, Harvest Moon did, though. But yeah, it was a high-quality radish that I threw in the in the stew. Uh, 
in the I forget who it was, uh, government, some sort of government official, like a congressman or something, was the Harvey. taste tester. And uh, yeah, he uh, ate the stew and really enjoyed it. So it turns out my radish was okay, but I had this pizza, like six hundred gold on. Uh, so I just ended up taking it with me into the mines, and uh, when I did one of my one of my rounds there, once I was low on health and energy, I ate it, and it did a pretty good job of filling me back up. So it wasn't a total waste, but it would have been nice to give out the pizza at the potluck. Yeah. Nice. That's just a little segment of what to expect from this game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I can't wait to play it now. That's great. I, I've always... I uh, had a special spot in my heart for Harvest Moon, so I'm uh, looking forward to that this weekend. Mm-hmm. And this gets this gets right back to the old school ones. Back oh yes, yeah. back in the day. Okay. Did you play anything else, Corey? Harvest or yeah, Harvest Moon, uh, Hearthstone and Rocket League. Hearthstone and Rocket League. Nothing. Let's talk some Hearthstone. There's not really much to talk about. Let's talk some Rocket League then. There is something to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk right. Championship League. Yeah. Uh, I don't know too awful much about it. Do you? I don't really know much. The, what's the prize? Seventy five thousand dollars or something I'm gonna like Google that. Google it right now. But Eric and I were discussing entering it. <laughs> no, uh, we're going to enter it. Yeah, you can enter as a three person team. I forget when they said the matches start. The end Our, of March. Here we go. Championship series is what it's called. Uh, Seventy five thousand dollar prize pool. Um, begins this month. Doesn't say an exact date. At least on this website, it doesn't. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a three v three competition, so it's going to be your standard Rocket League. Um, yeah, that's about it. There's three month seasons that I guess it's going to be involved in. Huh. But nice. It, that's pretty it's good sweet. to see this game still getting supported so strongly. Yeah. It's so good. And then we got the Batmobile coming out in five days. Pretty nice looking. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I kinda like the uh the little un like uncommon toppers and things like that that I've um unlocked, especially on PC. I got a waffle antenna that I just absolutely love. And a tiara that my, my little beetle car has. Nice. Yeah, it looks great. I'm still rocking the plain Jane. No customizations. Nothing wrong with that. We I should we should say we we the three of us my you know not Will and Tito all played on was it Saturday night? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, for quite a while. Me and Eric started for oh. a little bit, and then Corey joined in, and then uh, and then Tito joined us a little bit later. Uh, Where was, was my invite? Was a good time. I believe I texted you, Will. That was the time yeah, before. He did. Uh, sleeping then. No, I, uh, I, I'd tell you when I texted you, but I don't have a cell phone. Right. Oh, okay. I, I remember when you texted me. Yeah, I was sleeping. And that's only, oh. uh, cause Tito left. Um, I should point out. This <laughs> or no, is he on, didn't. Never mind. <laughs> RocketLeagueGame.com says that all of the matches for this are going to be on PS4 and PC with additional platform support, um, to be revealed in the future, which obviously is Xbox. So. Right. Okay. iOS. <laughs> iOS. Oh, the controls aren't good enough for iOS. I don't mean the Rocket League controls. I mean c- 
controlling a game on iOS. Right. Can you yeah. imagine trying to play Rocket League on that? No, that would be miserable. Try to fly through the air to hit the ball. <laughs> I can't do that on regular controls. <laughs> okay. So that's it, Corey? Yeah. All right. What do you got, Eric? Nothing. Rocket League, I got. Uh, I guess I can briefly touch on uh, FIFA 15. I've been, like I said, I've been playing a lot of that with Jeff. Um, so we're trying to make our march back to the Division One Championship in co-op seasons because previously when we had played, we got relegated to Division Two. Um, we finished another season yesterday in Division One, and we scathed by the skin of our teeth to stay up in Division One again. So uh, we're struggling a bit, but uh, you know we're hanging in there, having a good time with it. Mm-hmm. FIFA's pretty janky. It really is. I don't know. Sometimes it feels really good, and sometimes it feels janky as hell. I don't know. It's weird. But Hmm. I don't know. We're having a good time with it. Nice. If you you want a challenge in single-player mode, start a career on world-class difficulty with one of the MLS teams. I'm doing it with uh, NYCFC, and they have, like, a terrible wage budget situation because – uh, you have a, a budget for your players' wages, and a lot of theirs is taken up by two players who kind of suck on FIFA because they're old and slow. Um, in real life, they're fine, but like on FIFA, they're terrible. Um, so, and the the transfer budgets are really bad too in the MLS. They don't have the amount of money, so it's hard to balance your team out. And like, I fucked up in the last transfer window that I did yesterday because. What I did was I sold one of my players that was taking up a lot of my wage to free up room. Well, it took till the last day of the transfer window for somebody to offer uh, to buy him from me. So when they did, I ran out of time to like fill my roster back up. So my squad is super, super thin. So like I have no backup players almost, um, which blows. But it's kind of cool using a team that doesn't have a lot of money because usually I'm Arsenal and I can you know buy. Just about whoever I want, yeah. so it's different and it's it's kind of nice, but nice. it's a good challenge too. So yeah, I was like, that's taking, all I've been playing, taking the underdogs too, you know. Yeah, it's it's fun, and you know those the kind of it's nice too because you have to use the uh, the like global transfer network and the scouts a lot more to look at players that you've never even heard of and play in leagues you don't know anything about. So you you know you're finding these kind of diamonds in the rough. I found this one guy who's like. I think he's 19, and I have him up to like a 75 rating, which is pretty good for a 19-year-old on FIFA. And I've got some clubs that are looking to buy him. And that's what you have to do is find the diamonds in the rough and yeah. hope that they, they turn into something good that other teams will want to buy for more money. And you turn that bigger money into multiple players instead of just the one. Yeah. So it's interesting how that works. So I'm cool. looking forward to keeping that going. Nice. Yep. Sounds good. That's everything, Eric. Yeah, I think that's it for me. Hopefully uh, okay. next week I'll have a little bit more. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, you had a busy uh, couple of weeks. so. Uh, not really this past week. I literally get home from work and sit in a chair in front of the TV all night. Nice. <laughs> playing games or watching TV, one or the other. All right. That sounds great. It does. It's all right. It'll probably get old. It's just boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just I sit there. Like I do cook for myself, which has been nice. I've actually been eating really well since I got here, aside from Taco Bell. But you nice. earned that Taco Bell. I do well, absolutely. It was a reward. Yeah. All right, Will. What do you got? 
Uh, the only thing that I played other than Stardew Valley was Fire Emblem Fates, and I know Dan. Yeah, let's talk some Fire Emblem. Dan, you have an announcement. Yeah, I beat uh, Fire Emblem Conquest. Yeah. Well Thank done. You. That's the hard one, right? That was a hard one, yeah. Um, wow. It took me about 38 hours. It would have been impossible if I had left it on the classic difficulty. Um, I had several battles where I had one or two soldiers left at the end of the battle. So if I had lost those soldiers permanently, there's no way I would be able to continue. Uh, it's very difficult. There's no, um, there's no room for error. Really. You have to really like be cautious about leveling all your characters. So you have enough people to, to fight the battles. And, uh, I immediately after I beat it, I bought the birthright version uh, for for twenty dollars and started playing that. I'm about probably eight or nine hours into that one too, uh, and that's considerably easier. Uh, I have had it on classic difficulty, um, and I haven't lost anyone. I haven't even really come close to losing anyone because you can uh, do plenty of grinding and plenty of resource gathering and gold gold farming to upgrade all your weapons and stuff. It's been it's been great. It's definitely a much much easier version to play. Um, but yeah, so, it was, it's a great game. Great game. Games, I guess. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, I actually about a bit. did a, a... I really like the story of yeah. this game, too. At least I've only done the, the Birthright story, but I just did a mission that was, like, legitimately sad after I did it because I felt so bad for the outcome uh, of what happened. And King Garon's such a jerk. Yep. Um... But me and Dan were talking about, and I wanted your guys' opinion on this. When we do, like, our Thummies episode, when we, I mean, Fire Emblem is going to be in something. Yeah. At the very least, mobile game. Yeah. Or like, handheld. Uh, do you, is it all right if we put Fire Emblem Fates and encapsulate the three games? Or do you, do we have to put the specific game? Individually. Yeah. We wanted to figure that out now. So there's no uh, no confusion are, later on. In your opinion, are they different enough to warrant to be their own? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, in my experience so far, Conquest is quite a bit different. Maybe not so much the story because you're 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 playing the just opposite sides of the same conflict. Uh, but uh, gameplay wise, Conquest is significantly different than than uh, Birthright. Just yeah, because, I guess if the gameplay is different, then sure. Just just because of the amount of. Uh, or lack of of opportunities to, you know, grind out your soldiers or or improve their relationships in conquest. This is a big year for handhelds with uh, the fire emblems and the new Pokemon's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Bravely well, second. This is, this is the yeah. only reason why I say it might not be a bad idea to have them all under fates. Because say we do game of the year, like I don't want to have to put. Fire Emblem, Birthright, Conquest, and Revelations all in my top five. I guess in that case, I would say just don't do that. Just pick your favorite one, then. But they're all so good. Yeah, but just use your noggin and don't do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes and no. I don't know. I, can't, I find it hard to believe that you, you're going to be able to just put three of even though they're different you're gonna put three of you know kind of the same game on your list here's the thing the from what i gathered is that the fire emblem revelation story 
is the best. Yeah. But the Fire Emblem Conquest units are the best. And the Fire Emblem Birthright, like, grinding and whatnot is, like, good. So they all have three different things. So if I'm going to be picking one of the games, it's just going to be really difficult. So you want to put them all under one umbrella? Yeah, because if it's called Fire Fates. Emblem Fates as a general... Yeah, I'd rather have you do that because I'm going to get pissed off if your entire list is Fire Emblem, and I'd like <laughs> to avoid that if possible. I'm with Eric on this one. I think uh, I think it's best just to put them all under one umbrella. One umbrella. And, that's you know, fair. you can obviously clarify a little bit more when you get into the specifics. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's essentially like it's the same conflict that, you know, even all three games take place during this this conflict that's kind of the central theme of the three different games. It's just the the pathway, you know, is, yeah. is different for your character. So. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. Yeah, we wanted to clarify that now as opposed to waiting until much later, you know, when it's all fresh in our heads too. Yeah. So. I think that's that's, that's the way to do it. You know, if 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 Birthright you think is a good rainy day game and the other two aren't. Yeah. You know, just call it Fire Emblem Fates and you can specify within the context of the Yeah. All right. I like that. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of the thummies, are we scrapping the most fable console this year? I know we had talked about that. No. No. <laughs> Can and we? It'll be Nintendo NX this year. <laughs> God, I doubt it. It depends well, on Dan, what kind of launch titles they have. What? Dan, well, we're just going to They never about... have launch titles. Uh, Zelda? Zelda might be one of them. If that's the case. Yeah, it won't matter. We'll just argue about number two again. That was That was two years ago where we argued about number two. Yeah, we're due for a number two <laughs> argument. Yeah, because it was the Wii U one two years ago. By and, a long uh, shot. got an argument over number two? Number two, yeah. yeah. Whether it was oh, going to be Xbox or PS4. Or yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Which is fun. It's all in good fun. Looking back, it's fun. During time off, I get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I get so mad. Makes for great conversation. It does. It's all for the good of the pod. Well, we it starts up some... until it comes to blows. I think we just uh, we keep it. It well, will never come to, blows. come to blows now. <laughs> You're not true. coming in for the thummies, Eric. You're <laughs> not making a special trip. Unless you want to be punching monitors. I can't, man. That's that's holiday times. Oh uh, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Busy season. That makes sense. I wish I could. Yeah, but like Mike I, says I'll in the chat. What, I will be getting dressed to the nines sitting here in my chair. <laughs> at least sipping wine. At least your top half. Something fancy. <laughs> Just to argue about the consoles. Maybe that's the day I don't wear pants, Dan. Yes. Yes. Suit, Just suit jacket top with a tie. White no pants. White, nope. white boxers with red lips on them. No pants, but put a mirror on the wall behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Perfect. There's a whole subreddit dedicated to that. People posting pictures online, <laughs> not realizing the mirror shows that they're naked. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> like Craigslist ads for products and stuff. That's great. Uh, Will, did you have any more, uh, any other thoughts on Fire Emblem? Uh, I'll have more uh, the longer I play it. I just I'm really enjoying Birthright so yeah. far. It's the games are so good. Yeah, uh, Birthright is definitely a less stressful experience. Yeah, um, like I said, like there's just no opportunity for 
for your characters to even like build relationships. Like I think I only had f- ended up having four children in really? conquest just because like the battles, the way the, the, the flow of the battle goes, like I just kind of did whatever I could and not necessarily was uh, conscientious about pairing units together for relationship specific purposes. I just would put units together that worked really well together. Um, just cause I had to, to get to the next battles, you know? So does that, okay. So that kind of makes it hard to get the fully fleshed out conquest characters. Does that mean in revelations you get a mix of Hoshido and conquest or nor soldiers? Is th- that what's going to happen? Yeah, I think so. But I, I, there's also new characters in it too, that, that you didn't have access to in the, in the other two games. I'm going to read up on Revelations in a second. Yeah. Because... There's definitely still, like, like probably Azura will follow you no matter yeah, what. Yeah, she, she definitely um, does. Felicia Sil- or Silas probably will follow Silas, you. He's the man. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, there's going to be uh, characters that are just new characters specific to that version. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm going to get an article up on that right now. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing is tomorrow I get the Twilight Princess remaster, and I'm really oh, excited. Oh, nice. Because as much flack as like people give that game, it's my favorite Zelda, yeah. and I don't get the flack that it gets. What's you know, the flack that it gets? What, are, what do people say about it? They say that Wind Waker was like such a different Zelda game, and then when Twilight Princess came out, that it was just Ocarina of Time, just like better graphics. Which I never I mean, played it. I have no no concept of which, anything. Which yeah, if you want to be super picky about it, yeah, it's just Ocarina of Time with better graphics. But like, it's still that doesn't sound really, terrible to me. It, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's one really of the best games of all game. time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're, it's just that with better graphics, then great. I should get that. Is that a full price game? I got it for forty nine. Hmm. I should buy that game. Doesn't could, the could, my Wii U could use a dusting off? Yeah. Do, doesn't that bundle come with uh, an amiibo or something? Yeah, it comes with the Wolf Link and Midna uh, oh, amiibo, dang. which is pretty cool looking. Every yeah. copy does. Yeah. At least on Amazon, that's cool. I think you can get it digitally for cheaper if you want. Yeah. Uh, if I'm gonna get it, I'm going for the one with the amiibo. Oh yeah, me too. I I I mean, Will got me Twilight Princess, the Wii version of Twilight Princess that I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna play like at the end of March, just because oh. you know it's fresh in people's minds. So yeah. I'm gonna go back and play the original, um, that I've been meaning to play for a while now. Now, uh, probably like a couple weeks after the division, after I get sick of that shitty game, yeah, <laughs> it would be a good time for me to play Twilight Princess. That's when I'm gonna play it too. Yeah, right before, because uh, there's games in. Um, Every week in April, I believe there's games I want to get, and some weeks there's two games. So yeah, it's a good good uh, mid to late March game. Yeah. So see, this is the good thing about Fire Emblem because anywhere I am, I can play it. Yep. So like, I was up going up to Syracuse to get Allison, and like I was just playing it in the car. So like, I can play through that all year, the three versions of that game, but still be able to play uh, like Twilight Princess, Stardew Valley, and. I mean, those are the two games that'll keep me occupied for a while. The division. I wish I could get into handheld gaming. I just can't. It's hard. You need. You really need a game that you love to do it. And Fire Emblem is that game for me. Yeah. Yep. Fair me enough. too. We just got to get Corey to buy uh, a 3ds to play it. Two years. He can borrow one of ours. 
Do we have like a? Can you guys put your 3ds's on Steam? Yes. <laughs> Family share. <laughs> that would be nice, but no. I wish we had a spare 3ds that we could just give Corey and like we could just give him. We could get a community one, split it four ways. I Johnny had like six 3ds's at one point. Of course he did. <laughs> was the 2ds was on sale the other day for like eighty bucks, and it came with a game. Yeah. Johnny, send us one of your six 3ds's, would you? We need, a, we need a oh, best actor. He's coming in uh, Saturday to visit New York. Oh, is he? Yeah. Nice. Maybe I'll tell him to bring one. And tell yeah. him to bring a copy of Fire Emblem Fates, too. <laughs> Does he have Fire Emblem Fates? He will. <laughs> no. If Will tells him. <laughs> Johnny, please. Uh, but that's it for me. I'm just, I'm in the perfect, like, gaming scenario right now i have so much that i'm playing and i love everything that i'm playing uh see i'm in i'm in a i'm a bit of a funk right now mm. that's i think stardew valley is what i need that might be the game yeah. that you that breaks your funk i think it is because like it's just not like anything i've played in so long i'm doing this year differently what are you doing uh i'm not playing anything i don't really enjoy and, and don't really want to be playing yeah, see, that's that's how I'm feeling about, like, uh, Far Cry. Like, I know I spent money on it, but at the same time, like, I don't want to fucking play this game. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of the motivating factor for me was be- beating games, Yeah, you know, in the right. last couple of years. And I, I do feel like that kind of, like, ruined my taste for games. Welcome because, to the other side, Corey. Yeah, because I'd play something for, you know, like, ten hours, and then I'd be like, okay, I've gotten... All of this, I've gotten out all of what I'm going to get out of this game. Yeah. But I'd force myself those, you know, extra 10 hours or whatever mm-hmm. to beat it just to have it on the list. But this year, I think I'm just going to say, no, nah, I'm done. Like I did with XCOM. You know, yeah. I was pretty far in XCOM too. How many hours did I have? 20 something? Uh, that's not far. Yeah, it's pre- that's a lot of hours to put Although... in the game. So yeah, just I mean, I said I put 56, but I, I was on my, f- like, third playthrough. Yeah. So I probably my third playthrough, where, where I'm close to the end, is about 30, <laughs> if I yeah. had to guess. So, yeah, you you probably were decently far. I, I respect that decision, Corey. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just... It's yeah, just see, for me, I, I, like, I don't mind, like, as long as I don't hate the game, I'll, I'll keep playing it, you know? Yeah. Um... Were we done talking about what we played? No, I have to go. I've got to go. I've got one okay, more thing. Go I the only I mean I played Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I beat. Hey, yeah, thank you. Congrats, uh, game. Rise of the Tomb Raider was an amazing game. Um, I believe uh, that's in some feedback. As yeah, well. Tito talked about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. It, I really like the story mm-hmm. in this one a lot more than the first one. Um, especially the the parts where you know where. Uh, Laura's trying to, you know, kind of live up to her father's legacy. Uh, I was really interested in all that stuff and, uh, the, the artifact that she's going after at the end of the game, they, they tease the next location too, for the next, for the third game, I guess, in the trilogy. Can you tell me, or is it a spoiler? It's not really a spoiler. I can say if, if people don't mind, I don't mind. the Yucatan Peninsula, Mexico, okay. where the probably ancient Mayan ruins, if I had to guess. Is this game the first time her father is mentioned? I think he was just briefly mentioned in the first one. 
Um, but it, the, they really flesh out that that whole storyline in the second one. You know what they're doing, right? What? Creating a, oh, another character to uh, make games for. No. Well, I don't know. But it, it's, it, it made me think of uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade a little bit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Which is one of my favorite movies of all time, so... It's a know, good movie. I can't go can't go wrong with that. Um but yeah, it was a it was a great game. I really loved how open it was. Uh I liked how much more familiar with the history in the game I was than uh than in the first tomb I say the first Tomb Raider, but the twenty thirteen Tomb Raider. Um yeah. It's a great game. Great game. Still gotta give it a shot. You do. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what you thought, Corey. Yeah. As a wild card. Yeah, because like I did like almost all the side stuff and it took me probably 25 hours, but I think the how long to beat is like 12 or 13. So if you just just wanted to play through the storyline and at the weekend, it's it's, yeah, it's really a great game. It it controls well, um, ran pretty well. There was some, there was some, some places where I got some frame rate drops, but, uh, there was a lot going on on the screen. So. I unfortunately do not have a free weekend until April eighth. Wow! Damn. Ew. It's a month from now. Yeah. It's life. Okay. Um. That's everything we played. What, what What were you gonna gonna say, Eric? No, I just wanted to see where you guys were at. Um. Are there any other games coming out this year that you guys are really excited for? Dark Souls. Dark Souls is on my list. Uh, yes. Uh. I'm actually excited for Black Desert Online. I'm What's curious that? to see. It's the new MMORPG. I think it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, with the really uh, really out, cool character out creation. Oh, today? Yeah, but it's 40 bucks. Yeah, I'm curious, you know. If the, Is there a subscription fee? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's buy it and then you can play it like, like Guild Wars, which is how it should be, I Black think. Black Desert Online. BDO. Uh, what is it about that one that has you curious? Mostly it's hype. I really okay. don't know too much about it, but I know people are speaking very highly of it. And I'm always curious to check out the MMORPGs. Uh, it's just like the price point, you know, if they're full priced, which this one is not. That's a big no for me uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like if I can if I can spend, you know, $40 and, and get few dozen hours out of uh mmorpg just to see what it's all about then i'm cool with that or you know even free to play i'll jump in for a little bit let me know if you end up buying it because i don't want to go in it alone i probably won't i've i've been sitting on a 50 dollar amazon card and i'm waiting for the right thing to spend it on yeah the user score on metacritic is a 5.2 pixie pixie yeah i heard that I think there's a lot of uh, like server issues and stuff right now. That'll get ironed start. out, but that's inevitable. Yeah. No, I mean, wait for some reviews, I guess. Yeah. I'm interested. I I just don't think time wise I'll be able to play an MMORPG anymore. And if what I did, are we it, thinking about? Uh... It'd probably be Guild Sorry, Wars. Go ahead, if I did, it'd probably be Guild. I'd go back to Guild Wars. How are we feeling about the division next week? Are we excited? I'm very excited for it. I'm pretty excited, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed my I my brief stint with it. It needs to impress me. Yeah, they're not doing reviews until. Uh... Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. They're not sending out review copies. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, I, I read an Eric Kane article right before we started. He had a great suggestion for that, and it's uh, giving people who pre-order the game early access. Yeah, so, to you play know, with reviewers. Yep, give them three or four days and then have the reviewers play for those three or four days, and problem is almost solved. Yeah. If that Genius. is indeed the reason why they're not sending reviewers co- early copies. Yeah. Early Wait, what, so what's the reason they're not sending them? They said because they wouldn't be able to populate the servers in a way that would reflect how the game is going to be after launch. Okay. Which is, which is true, said. but at yeah. the same time, reviewers can see around that. Yeah. Heard that before. Well, I mean, that's why places like IGN do review in progress. Yeah. I just hope there's not server issues the first day. Because, I, like, I know there what to expect be. from the game for the most part, having played the betas twice. Um, just as long as it's not server issues, because that pisses me off. You know? Yeah. So I think the games I'm most looking forward to is, is Dark Souls 3 and... Um... I think No Man's Sky is back on my radar. I'm kind of glad that that went away for a little while. Yeah. Because now I think I'm more excited for it yep. than I was. Yeah, I, re- I briefly read a preview about it, uh, which got me kind of back into it. They really The, the previewer like really enjoyed their their time with it. Was uh, it today? Yeah. yeah all that was inf- it Ryan McCaffrey? Uh, it was from someone from Kotaku UK. I, don't, I didn't oh, okay. see who the name was. Because I know Ryan McCaffrey on IGN did a big write-up about uh, his time with it, and he really liked it, too. Yeah. Um, did you guys see anything from that Xbox Spring Expo? No. Is that where Phil Spencer talked? Yeah, the, it was like yesterday yeah, or the day before. Yeah, I just like read that. read some of his comments. Um, It didn't seem like there was a ton of big news or anything like that, but... Uh, mm. I had mentioned to you guys because I know Dan's into racing games that Forza is a is coming to PC, but it's actually it's a Forza. It's, a it's called Forza Six Apex. It's like yeah. a kind of a version of Forza. Yep. It's not the actual game. Um. What else did they announce? Um. They basically said they're gonna they, like they're already doing. They're trying to bridge the gap between PC and Xbox, and they also talked about like, kind of made it seem like upgradable parts on your xbox one what no what they what they wanted they want to do a mid-generation console refresh and upgrade the components uh but they phil spencer i mean they they didn't lay any of this out but it's they're thinking that um even like if you have an old xbox it'll be able to play like newer games even if you like they're made specifically for the newer generation like like a pc can you know like something that's older can play games it'll have like graphics options for the older xbox uh but be able to play the new new more powerful you know better graphics on the more powerful version i don't necessarily like that no no because as somebody who's always an early adapter of those things like i feel like it's kind of like well tough shit like you don't have the best version of what we're offering yeah because you were willing to support us at the beginning when you didn't know if you know if it was any good yeah well as i said and not I, to mention i have bought two xbox ones now right <laughs> yeah the <laughs> the regular one and the elite one yeah. yeah i mean his whole thing was like he I, and we talked about this a little bit the the power of mobile devices now like you know you're going to be able to get better experiences on mobile devices um you know if 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 you have if you can game on something that you already have better than you can on your console are you going to buy continue to buy games for that console you know yes I am. Well, yeah, but I, I, I you know, like you, you're, they're going to be able to 
tap into the people that aren't going to buy a console but have the latest and greatest cell phone, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the direction they're going. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I am excited for Quantum Break, though. That's the other one I'm really excited for. Yeah. I'll I'll drop two on you. Yeah. I've got a few, actually. Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, yes. I'm pumped for that game. Yeah. And I just had another one that just literally escaped my brain. Uh... Let me look here. Uh, Horizon, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. No. There's uh, a lot of indie uh, games Over- that I'm looking forward Deus to Ex. this year. Deus Ex. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Right. Deus I forgot Ex. about Overwatch again. Deus Ex is a definite I'm excited for. There's a lot of good indie games that are coming out that I'm excited for. Below sounds good Yeah. for uh, Xbox. Cuphead I Cuphead. haven't heard anything about in a while. Yep. But that one has always looked good. So. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, it's uh, it's shaping up to be a nice year. Yep. I just was curious. Dang and Rampa three. I would have to look <laughs> at a list. Okay, shall we get to feedback? Yeah. Let me write it down. Okay, here we go. Idaho Jake says, hey, guys, first I will address the main topic. I really haven't played much more Far Cry because I really want a Platinum Fallout 4 before the DLC comes out. I really like Far Cry and will play more of it just at a later date. One thing I didn't like about the game is that the animal that I am traveling with will attack the animal I am trying to tame. Yeah, that happened to me quite a few times. I've actually had to dismiss um, my my trusty mountain lion. My bear, uh, my bear killed the rare black leopard, and that pissed me off. But I have a rideable motherfucking bear. I didn't know you could ride the bears. That's awesome. Uh, no Man's Sky at full real t- retail price. I think I will still get it, uh, but I think we'll get it disc-based instead of download just in case it's not as good as I really hope it is. I really do think it is the game that I can get lost in because it is different enough to keep me going and enjoy it. Now on to Fallout 4. Uh, wow, it wasn't till I bought Fallout New Vegas. Uh, that I realized how much Fallout 4 didn't have. It is missing the three different perks and the cool way you can answer questions uh, to make some of those perks better. Also, the town reputation and the different clothes you wear matter on how people treat you, but I still think Fallout 4 has a couple of things like the power armor uh, and how you have to have Fusion Core, uh, and the settlements are pretty cool. Did any of you try the Dark Souls mobile game? Now for the Idaho Jake question of the week. The next big open world game is based on what area of history and made by what studio? So, yeah, um, I, I I think Jake's kind of agreeing with you guys on the older Fallout games. Yeah, he is. How they're missing yeah, he out tweeted me. Stuff. Oh, okay. He tweeted me uh, wanting to apologize. Oh, really? But I told him that's definitely not necessary. And no. Not both games have their things ups and downs, just, i happen yeah. i happen to prefer what uh fallout 3 and new vegas have to offer over four mm-hmm. you'd just be wrong then <laughs> <laughs> they don't have gameplay but they do have rpg elements over Fallout. yeah 4. that entrance of fallout 3 i'm sorry you will never convince me otherwise it's so goddamn <laughs> slow it was it, it is going back and playing it, but at the time I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, the so first time I, you played through and it. That's, they actually made mods that removed that. You can just start outside the vault. Yeah, well yeah. that doesn't exclude it from being there in the first place. <laughs> uh did anyone play the Dark Souls mobile game? I think I Fuck downloaded no. it at some point, but I never played it. I didn't either. I was going to until I read an, an article about it. Is it the, really the bad? slashy souls or whatever? 
Yeah. Uh, I read an article about it, and they – oh, God, it really just turned me off to it. Like, it's it was basically just a big advertisement for Dark Souls 3. Um, but it was, like, all over the place, and, like, it just – I don't know. It, it rubbed me the wrong way after reading the article, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to put any time into this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what it was an advertisement for? It was pre-ordering it at GameStop. Because oh, it's published okay. by GameStop, the uh, Slashy Souls is. Um, so yeah, the, they they were saying how there's just like advertisements for pre-ordering Dark Souls Three at GameStop everywhere. It's a shameless advertisement, yeah, too. Exactly. Not just saying, hey, buy like, Dark. I'm not going to support that. Hey, buy Dark Souls Three. Say, hey, buy Dark Souls Three at GameStop. Exactly. Not only buy, but pre-order it. Oh yeah. For all the sweet exclusive deals yeah Which... get yourself a new sword that you'll probably not use after the first section that's the thing the 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 one of the issues i have with all the these pre-order bonus content like most of the time i have no idea what any of it is nor do well, I, I even mean, I... use it go ahead nor do i even use it usually yeah i was looking at the division pre-orders today um on xbox and like you get like a hazmat suit or something and i'm like what's that even mean can you throw me a bone here? Yeah. I don't give a shit about this orange hazmat suit. You want me to pre-order your game? Like, I'm not even excited about your fucking game to begin with, really. Throw me a bone here. Yeah. Give me something. Yep. Whatever. I hear you. I'm probably just being an asshole gamer that's expecting too much. But... <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Am, am I? Because I feel like I am a little bit. Nah. I mean, you've always been that way. <laughs> hey, you know, fair enough. Uh, Idaho Jake question of the week. Next big open world game is based on what area of history and made by what studio? Do we are we going to make it question of the month? We can question of the month um, of the month for March. Sure, it's the first uh, first podcast of the month, and we'll uh, we'll run it through the month. Yeah, and that way we have time to think about an answer. Yeah, I, if I had read this, I would have thought about it, but definitely we'll make it question of the month. So and listeners can tune in. I'll also put it up on the web page. Mm-hmm. So you can just go to thumbstickathletes.com slash QOTM. Right. I think I, I have a t- page. I have a time period in the type of game I don't want it to be. I'm sorry. I missed the question. What was it? It uh, is. The next big open world game is based on what era of history and made by what studio? Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. Open world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still want World War Two. Open world, world World War Two game. Yeah, I was gonna say eighties um, and Rockstar, but I forgot they already did that. In open world, wasn't, Rock... wasn't Vice City? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I For think some reason, that just came to mind. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, that already happened. They could do better. Although a lot of people think Vice City is, the I best. liked Vice City. A lot of people think that's the best Grand Theft Auto. It was a good one. The, yeah. I mean, the the soundtrack alone. Yeah was fantastic yeah because it had um i ran by flock of seagulls oh nice it's a great song <laughs> yeah okay so thanks for the question of the month jake we'll uh i'll i'll, I'll should have my answer for next week yeah um uh tito from la says rise of the tomb raider is amazing it's strange how a game that nails so many things will for the most part, go by the wayside in terms of the general gaming landscape and consciousness. I blame their stupid release date strategy. 
I like how much time I get to spend in the game and all the things they added. My only beef is there's no variety in the tombs in terms of how it's laid out. All the tombs are laid out as one giant puzzle and figuring out how to reach the treasure, which is in eyesight. At first I was digging it, but I was hoping for a variety in terms of the size of the tombs. I got demoted in the PS, uh, on the PS4 and Rocket League. I was half expecting it uh, when they tweaked the ranking system a week or two ago, but I'm still a rising star on PC. Got to keep practicing if I plan on winning 75 grand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tito, you're more than a rising star in my eyes. You're already a star. Yeah, we played with Tito, and Tito was uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, I was Tito very was impressed by, by uh, Tito's wall play and aerial play. That's what Corey and I were talking about today. Yeah. Corey asked me if we were better than average players, and I said, no, I don't think so. And I got depressed. I said, what's missing from my repertoire is I'm terrible at wall play. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Yep. Uh, and I'm not great at finishing either. I, I've said it before, but I'm pretty much glued to the ground when I play Rocket League. Um, <laughs> I can't go on the wall. I can't do any of the flying. So, yeah, yeah I'm, and terrible I, I'm all right at flying now. I can get some good aerial hits in, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I've always been pretty decent at defense, but I'm not great at finishing, and I just cannot get the hang of the wall play at all. Yep. It's very, um, it's very foreign feeling, especially if you get used to driving around on the ground. The wall yeah. is just—it's a, a completely different, uh, different ball game with keeping track of where the ball is. And, and like some people can like drive up a wall, jump off the wall, hit the ball, and like make a good shot or a good pass. Have, have you seen somebody do that? But like the ball is far enough away where they actually have to like turbo and fly over to the ball yeah. off the wall and it, then take a shot. It blows my mind that people Forget can do that. It. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, I'm happy to hear the new info detailing alien races in No Man's Sky. Sounds cool. Didn't see any news about the VR component for the game. Hopefully that is still in the works. Probably not going to pre-order and wait for a CD Keys or Green Man gaming deal. I'm going to do the same, Tito. Hope to see you guys on Steam for some Rocket League action. Enjoyed playing with you guys last weekend. Um, Before we get into the other part, do we want to talk a little bit more, more about Tomb Raider? It's up to you. I haven't played some okay. stuff first time. I think we're all in agreement it's an amazing game, right? Yeah, no, I yeah, love that I game. Played. It's nice that it won an award last year for us. It won a couple of awards. The first two, didn't it? Yeah, it won uh, Game I Wish I'd Played and Game I Wish I'd Played More Of. Yeah, or Game I Missed. The one that got away? The one that got the one away. That got away. Yep. Yeah. yep. Uh, yeah, he, he's kind of right about that, uh, about about the, the tombs, too. Because uh, I did all the tombs, um, and yeah, they, like you walk into the into the tomb and you can kind of see the where you're supposed to go, and then you just figure out a few mechanisms, uh, you know, manip- manipulate the environment a little bit to to get to the puzzles. I, I agree. I would like to see something a little more uh, a little more difficult. You know. You know, I never notice that stuff usually. What's that? That like repeated design mm-hmm. usually i don't know i usually for whatever reason just don't pick up on it yeah. if the game is beautiful like that i usually don't notice it yeah it does it looks fantastic not that it's not Absolutely. a critique though i right. don't want to take away from that just i'm too stupid <laughs> well, yeah it is disappointing that that game it kind of is overlooked and it's weird because everybody I've heard talk about it loves it, but yeah. it, it still doesn't feel like it gets that recognition on a level like Witcher did or, you know, Metal Gear did or yep. any of those games did. Yeah. 
Totally. And uh, I, I actually was thinking back after I beat it to uh, Greg Miller and how he thanked the one mm-hmm. of the environmental designers. Nicole Tan. Yeah, I can totally see why because the environments in that game are unbelievable. Yeah, it's a oh, great looking God. game. Well, not just that, but like it just – I don't know. They're, they're so interesting looking, you know? Like I think – didn't she do like the – visual design or something like that yeah something like that but i mean that was a great person to pick out of the crowd to to thank because the environments in that game are amazing yeah uh okay tito's answers to questions of the week from last week uh miguel's question which we're gonna have you answer to eric uh both of these uh miguel's question three games to take to space for 10 years uh, Tito said Rocket League. That way I'll be amazing at it after 10 years and become a professional. They but there's said, no online play, correct? Yeah, you can have a co- uh, co-op partner. Okay. So, uh, yeah, no online games, but you uh, you have a buddy with you on the ship. So, you, so like, a co-op game would work or something competitively that you can play with, with uh, same screen co-op or competitive yeah. Okay. Uh, Rocket League, Skyrim, Skyrim, or No Man's Sky. He says, depending uh, if No Man's Sky is actually good. And then he said, Dwarf Fortress, which I have not played, but I've heard good things about. Mm, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Probably take you ten years just to figure out how to play it. <laughs> but that'd be, you know, that'd be uh, a task. Yeah. Well, that's like Crusader Kings. Take you ten years to figure out how to play that. Yeah, and Final Fantasy Thirteen. Ten years for Final Fantasy Thirteen? <laughs> no, oh, just amazing. to beat the tutorial. Just to get through the tutorial. Oh, so what do you think, Eric? Three games. Um, jeez. I guess it would depend on who the friend was. Uh, Austin. Uh, he's more of an acquaintance to me. Chris Henry. Um, if it was Chris Henry, it would probably be Rocket League. That, well, that's a whole other question. Like, who would you take with you on a 10-year? You could even take your wife. Giselle. Dan, why would you bring that into it? Well, then you would then you would have the challenge <laughs> of picking... I'm certainly not bringing her if it's involving video games. <laughs> well, then you would have the challenge of picking a game that, that you could potentially play together. Life is strange. <laughs> yeah, but how long is it? Like, we're going to just keep playing that over and over? No, that's not yeah. a good one. No, I don't know. Like, I was thinking, because if I was taking Jeff, I'd bring FIFA. FIFA, right. You know, and that would be a blast. Um, but I would probably, I would I would bring a sports game like Rocket League or FIFA, mm-hmm. and I would bring Skyrim. I think Skyrim would probably be my choice for, like, uh, the, the RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one, I'm not positive. I think it was Miguel that said GTA Five, mm-hmm. And I kind of like that pick. Yeah. You know, because that's kind of got a little everything, and I think he said that, and he's right. Yeah, it's got shooting, it's got driving, it's got a story. Right. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's also one of those games that has weird, random uh, mysteries in it, like the whole Yeti yeah. thing. Like you could spend a lot yeah. of time just searching for the Yeti in in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, the game does all of that forgettably. <laughs> I I haven't played it, so I can't comment. But that's a great game. Some a really good game. Someday I will buy it. You know what? Another one too, though, is like a Bloodborne or Dark Souls or Demon Souls would be a good one because you could just like try and get so good at it. Yeah, you could be like that guy that uh, played Dark Souls without or beat Dark Souls without getting hit. 
Yeah. The first. I one. don't think it would be my choice, but I'm just trying to think of like other ones. I think though those would be nice, nice good games to do that with. Yeah. But you'd also probably want to kill yourself at some point. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Dark Souls one was pretty freaking hard. Dark Souls two, not as much. Okay. Uh, what superpower? Would I want? Tito says, Dr. Manhattan's ability to see past, present, and future at the same time and be able to manipulate matter. Hmm. Superpower, uh, origin story, and name. As a villain. Is that a question for me? Yeah. Jeez. I don't even know which superpower I'd want. What did you guys say? I said invisibility. That's that's the first one that came to mind. Yeah, and I would steal to set myself up nicely in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> now you know what. Now that you say it, I remember hearing that. Yep. I loved Corey's villain. Yep. Mediocre uh, man. <laughs> mediocre man. That was great. I wish I could use that for myself, but Corey already <laughs> took the best one. How about esports man? No, 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 no. I don't know. I, it would either be invisibility or the ability to fly, like Superman. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great, being able to get somewhere really fast. Would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd say invisibility. I don't. Yeah. I don't think like other than doing crime or pervy things. What's so great about invisibility? <laughs> well, that's just it. You can do pervy things. As, as I said, I would use that to set myself up in the middle of nowhere where no one would bother me. I wouldn't steal. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a villain to hurt people. I would be a uh, villain for for personal gain. Mm. You could people watch a lot better and blackmail too. Yeah, you would go through their stuff and blackmail them. And so nefarious. Think about it this way, Corey. Yeah. Like if you were invisible, you you got to go out to that truck tonight and leave a note on there without having to worry about that guy kicking your ass. He wouldn't have kicked my ass. Well, let's just say he would have. <laughs> you wouldn't have had to worry about it. Uh, I actually was kind of hoping there was some confrontation when I went out there, but I, I see your point. I was just in that kind of mood where I wanted to yell at somebody. Okay. Yeah. The mood I was in after I saw my car got hit today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what my nickname would be. I don't know. I'm not good at this stuff off the top of my head. What was your name, Dan? Uh, I think we agreed on hollow Dan. (laughs) Hollow Dan. (laughs) Which was Corey's suggestion. Very Cause, clever. Cause of the, yeah. Well, it was from the Hollow Man movie. Hollow Man, yeah, yeah. Hollow which Dan, that makes, makes sense. total sense. And, Will, what was your, your superpower? I gave three, and I don't remember any of them. The ability okay. to command sea creatures. <laughs> right? No, it was, was talking animals. That was when we talked about Aquaman. That's he, right. He's kind of worthless on land. <laughs> I, watched, I watched that clip that, uh, was it Family Guy? I think or... it was Family Guy. That's funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Worthless man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. I'm too dumb. <laughs> but I would pick invisibility. I don't know what my name would be. Yeah. Hollow Eric. Yeah. I guess it would have to be. Origin story. Origin story. Come on, Eric. Write, a, write us a book. Guys, I'm not good at this, I don't, this kind of thing. I don't think I uh, gave my origin story last week, did I? No, I, I didn't. I didn't have. A I don't think I have the brain power mm. to give 
an origin story. That's my, tough to come up with on the spot. Mine would just be that I I, I worked a bunch of crappy jobs for crappy bosses, and I got tired of of uh, you know the the rat race and and all that stuff, and I wanted to society's uh, pressures. Yep, set myself up as a king out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but your stuff could, wouldn't be invisible, Dan. No, I know, but I would still be in the middle of nowhere. Somebody would find you. Probably, but I, I could turn invisible and murder them you as they approach my property. Place. I yeah. mean, they'd find Dan's cabin with you, all of his games. You would murder people? <laughs> no. I told you I would I would use it for I would probably try and freak them out and scare them away, pretend to be a ghost or something, you know. See, I would probably use it for bad sometimes. Yeah. Bad on occasion. Pervy yeah, pervy things. A, yeah, pervy things. Uh, I can't say I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that be, stuff. I wouldn't be against hurting somebody in the right situation. Yeah. Uh. You know? Uh, so I guess my name my name would be something involving being a an Perv. immoral, perverted, you could invisible be, guy. You could be the wraith. Perverted wraith. man. <laughs> wraith man. I don't know. Invisiperv. How about that? Invisiperv. <laughs> Giggity. That's pretty good. All right. Invisiperv it is. There it is. Okay. Um, that's it for feedback. I think we covered everything, right? I yeah, that so. was it. Can we do a roundtable real quick to yeah. help me with something? Of course. I'm By glad way. Corey brought up the potluck dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I got an email invitation on my Outlook calendar at work. The HR girl, the same one that brought in sandwiches for everybody today, set up a potluck lunch for the 14th of March, which is a Monday. I'd like some suggestions. Who does a potluck on a Monday? Who does a potluck? <laughs> oh, I, and it said in the email, not required, but strongly suggested. Like, okay, uh, so it's so you have to. Right. Bugles and clam day. Other, otherwise, you're the asshole. Jello shots. <laughs> Bugles and clam dip. Uh, I would bring jello shots. My wife told me I should. I said this in the chat earlier, but she told me that I should bring those Oreo truffle balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine me trying to make that? Those are a pain in the ass. She goes, They're so easy. And I go, Well, how do you do it? And she got like two steps in, and I go, I, I, no. Yeah, no, I they're, they're a pain. Don't, don't let her fool you. It's uh the, the the issue with it Eric is uh it's not only like bringing it's not it's not only the act of having to make something to bring to the potluck it's like what you bring says about you as a person. Yeah, and here's the thing. So, you know, at the store we have an executive chef. Well, he's the first guy to come out and next morning. What what do you guys bring into the potluck? I I'm I'm thinking to myself, I haven't even fucking thought about it. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, just so everybody knows, I'm calling French onion soup. Yeah, that was first on my list. I thought about <laughs> making a big batch of French onion soup. With the cracker and melted mozzarella on top. You didn't, you didn't really need to call top. that. Wait, is this for lunch? Yes. Nobody eats French onion soup for lunch. He's bringing a thing of French onion soup topped with Gruyere. No. And macaroni and cheese, too, he's bringing. No. You overachieving son of a bitch. And no one, no one wants to eat that at lunch. I mean, I love French onion soup. Oh, I, don't get me wrong. I would eat it at lunch because I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't care what I smell like, and I love French onion soup. But most people. Most respectable human beings. But Invisiperv will eat. 
French onion soup at any time of the day. <laughs> Invisiperf. <laughs> you should bring you should bring uh, French onion soup in a can. <laughs> Campbell's and just dump it in a That's pot. That's not a terrible idea. And I'll just be like, he'll be like, dude, I said I was bringing French onion soup. I'll say, I thought you told me to bring French onion soup. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And then That's you're covered. Bad. That is not bad. And then you're covered. So, If I, like I decide to have the balls to pull that off, I'll let you know. I, I like, don't think I will. I like uh, it. Eric, I could give you the what I uh, my cowboy caviar recipe. It's foolproof, and people seem it? to really like it. It's like a like a bean dip. It's like a salsa kind of lots of beans yeah Corey, and, uh, we we had uh cowboy caviar for dinner the other night it's yeah delightful. was it similar to the one i i make it's got beans and corn and a can of rotel uh yeah. onions it's all that uh, kind of stuff avocado foolproof it's so good okay yeah email it to me yeah and uh you just buy a bunch of cans of stuff and yeah. dump it in it's kind of light too. have most of them yeah you have to chop up an onion i think is the the hardest part yeah okay which the onions we've been getting lately just make me weep. Oh, it's the worst. Just isn't it? weep, like, ugh. Meat and cheese tray. I mean, that's another uh, stinky thing, though. So yeah, keep that. I in don't mind. care about that. I thought about making like a slow cooker thing. Like, um, sometimes my wife will make um, just it's chicken breast, and you literally just dump in like a jar of salsa, mm-hmm. and it sits there and cooks it all day, and it's super easy and it's good. Yeah. Oh. And a little cheese and sour cream on the side. Little Smokies and barbecue sauce. A appetizer with toothpicks. Just bring yeah. a couple gallons of water and call it That's good. Good idea. <laughs> I got the drinks. Just say I thought you guys needed to hydrate after all that French onion <laughs> soup you've been eating all afternoon. From, from that overachiever. Fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes in and thinks they need to call French onion soup as if? Everyone was clamoring to be the first guy to bring in French onion soup. It's a power move, Eric. It's, uh... He, oh, I'll he's, tell you what, I didn't like it. He's trying to set the bar really high. Yep. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Good French onion did. soup is not easy to make. Topped with... Specifically topped with a Gruyere. And a crouton? Oh, yeah. yes! He mentioned, um... Yeah. Oh, special kind of croutons. Yeah. Maybe it was Gruyere croutons that he yeah. said. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's that's the uh, the traditional French onion did soup he, style. Did he have a smiley face in that email anywhere? He didn't send the email. Okay. He came in the next day to the office and announced this at the office. Did he have a smile on his face then? Oh, he was well, the size of the boner in that guy's shorts <laughs> over the French onion soup. Invisiperf could see right through those drawers. <laughs> Chicken speedies, Eric. You can bring a little bit of your hometown. Oh, there that you might go. Be... Oh, that's not a bad one. You could do that in the slow cooker, too. Chicken spideys. Maybe I'll do... You know what? I think you might have just hit the nail on the head. That's a good one. A little bit of Binghamton. A little bit of Binghamton. A loaf of Italian bread. Good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Mike in the chat said he lives for potlucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's too good. Nice. All right, yeah, that's, I'm glad. I'm glad we had this talk because I was concerned. We got it ironed out. You get at yep. least have a few options anyway. Yeah, I got some. Of course, I'd still like that recipe. I'll send it to you. Oh, it's ca- easy and it's it's good to have on yeah. hand. Cowboy caviar is fantastic. Like you said, that's what we had for dinner like two nights ago. 
You have cool. it with uh, like tortilla chips. Yep. Yeah. Scoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, tor- Tostito scoops work really well for that. Yeah. Okay. We're too cheap to buy scoops. Get the Aldi brand scoops, man. Clancy's. I don't go to Aldi's. <laughs> Clancy's. Did like Clancy's go out of business like 35 years ago? <laughs> like a dollar forty nine. Yeah, they're still selling their chips to Aldi. <laughs> Clancy nice. always made a good scoop. <laughs> uh, they don't make them like Clancy anymore. No, no, they don't. My friends always give me crap, Corey, about buying gridlocks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. It's a conversation starter. Yeah, it really is when you think about it. Yeah. They're like, you're the only person that buys them. And I'm like, not true. My brother also buys them. <laughs> it's like, who who also shops at Aldi? I usually go out of the gas station. <laughs> oh, come on. You got to own it. Yeah, you do have to own it. I agree with that. Okay. Any other thoughts, questions? Next no, I'm looking forward to next week's uh, Stardew. Next week's topic is Stardew. I will also be sure to at least play a little bit of Stardew Valley. Uh, I'm going to so buy we, it, so too, so that we it. have two, uh, two oh, versions. Thank, thank God. I may even buy it. It's only 15 bucks. Corey? It's worth it. Uh, can I use my Amazon card to buy a Steam card? You can, yeah, buy, digi- can. You can buy digital games from uh, Amazon. Oh, that's right. That's right. They have a digital store on Steam. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll just buy that. Yeah. Because I'm going to want to play uh, co-op when that's available. Do, do, is there a timetable for that, Will? I think you said summer. Yeah, it's kind of far away. But who knows, since he's the only guy doing it, like... It's out yeah. now. He probably made a buttload of money. I would oh, yeah, and he's doing would... constant updates I'd... every day. Oh, I'd be on yeah. vacation right now. No. Dedicated. S- spending my uh, spending my money on, uh, what was it, hookers and... Hookers and booze. Booze, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder uh, how much of a pay cut. He takes home after Chucklefish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Chucklefish took all that money to finish Starbound. They're not going to finish Starbound. It's you're right. It's just going to be an early accident. It's going to be Daisy. I went on the I bought sub- that game and never played it. I went on the subreddit to try and find a release date and uh, no, not even a mention of a final release. I think everyone's given up. I think they still play it and they're just realizing that it's just going to be an early access forever. This one guy, well, this one guy actually started a thread saying, "Like, I really want to play this game, but I want to wait for the final release." And of course, it it's was all locked. Starbound fanboys, yeah, They're like, oh, well, what's wrong with playing it before it's released? It's like you know, you just sometimes you just don't playing uh, unfinished version of a game spoils it. Yeah. I think, yeah, for the you know, there's there's reasons to play unfinished versions of games, but sure. I think you know, for somebody who's really excited for a game to play an unfinished version. I, takes away from it a little bit well yeah because you you never you, you really don't know like how much they're going to add before they finish it you know yeah. Yeah. you might be missing out on a big part of the game which at this Plus, point not... we all played it two years ago so they've added a whole bunch of stuff since then I'm sure yep. it's very different it, it's not as if he said there was something wrong with it he just said he <laughs> prefers to wait yeah. exactly oh god forbid you say that eric <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll check the the Steam forums occasionally just to see if anyone's complaining about. I'm pretty sure they they really quickly uh, lock threads that have people complaining about lack of release date. I think they're on top of that. It just it seemed like they were close two years ago. Yeah, yeah, really, it did. Know. I guess I was wrong. Yep. 
Yes, you were. Okay. Uh, yeah, Stardew Valley next week. Um, that'll do it for episode 241 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.